0: Welcome to PlayStation Dads, Episode 4, recorded on Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. On tonight's episode, we'll chat about today's long-awaited PlayStation Showcase and what we're looking forward to most from the show. And John finally let us back on here to talk about our favorite console, so you know we've got to talk about what we've been playing. John, you know what to do.
1: It's time for PS5. Welcome to the PlayStation Dads with your hosts, Hambone Johnny and John.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the PlayStation Dads podcast. I'm your host, John Blanco. Welcome to our dumpster fire of a show. On today's show... We're talking about the PlayStation Showcase. What did we think? How did we grade it? The best games that we played the first half of this year and what we're looking forward to in the rest of 2023. I am here. This is the PlayStation Dads. Let me introduce our guests. Uh, first of all, joining me is the Platinum Splatter. I ever saw a Platinum, even though he'll never be able to do it for Tears of the Kingdom. Mr. Hambone Johnny. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and making his, that was that was that was great making his dad's after dark show debut uh this is a guy i have been curious about he has been in the playstation room with us forever mr esco richard his name is actually richard escobar how you doing richard
3: play on words last name they're, comma first name doing well doing great um Pleasure to be on. Pleasure to talk to fellow PlayStation fans. Uh, It's a great time to be alive. See, that's how you do it, Hambone.
2: We are huge Sony PlayStation 5 fans, and we're here to talk about today's showcase. We have been waiting all week for it. Was it worth it? Let's get right into it. We got a lot to cover. The showcase was uh, uh, 2 o'clock my time on Wednesday, May 24th. And they kicked it off. You're waiting for them to kick it off with something big. That's the, that's the way these things go. Fair game dollar sign. I don't know how to say it. Fair games. cash. Fair game. Fair game dollar sign is the first game from Haven. This was a studio that Sony purchased with like, not even a year ago. They didn't have any games to their record. Sony obviously saw something. Obviously, you're buying the people sometimes, not the product. And we have a heist game about killing billionaires, my kind of game. I think I have to play this one. Okay, first of all, what is a heist game? Somebody tell me. And secondly, is anybody into this? You
0: know, this kind of reminded me of uh, Watch Dogs. That was sort of like the first vibe I got. And I was Mm. like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And then it went into more like heavy shooter heist style. Um, I don't know. It seems interesting. I need to see more. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know. Wait and see
3: for me. It, it reminded me of that of Payday because uh, I think that's oh, yeah. literally a, a heist game, so that's what it reminded me of. I love the colors. Um, I, you know you, the way you introduced how to say the name of the game was kind of <laughs> what how we kind of perceived this this showcase uh, overall because yeah we expected something but we didn't get a lot with a lot of head scratching. So for but back to fair games, yeah, it just it seems I
2: sure why not i'll try it out (laughs) the first thing that went through my head when i saw it was oh shit man they're going right for redfall right like immediately they're going for the redfall market um so i will see but i think i mean it's kind of i don't know kind of reminded me i've never played payday would you say payday is similar to redfall or totally different am i am i totally off base there
3: very team-based shooter. So in a way, yeah. I mean, it's it's, okay. it's, it's cooperative team-based shooting. That's pretty much in, in a nutshell. You know, the other thing I kind of had down for this game was, oh, here's, here's the first live service game that we're, we're going to see in this in this showcase.
0: Oh, interesting. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I, I, that didn't come to me, but that's a good point, right? I think we saw a few of those.
2: That reminded me. I went to the uh, QR code that was uh, posted right at the end. If you catch it real quick and you pause your stream... And it brought me to a web page that didn't have a certificate. So I don't think that was the best first impression for the game. (laughs) But yeah, but (laughs) all right. I posted the link in our notes here and it's uh, it just basically wants you to register. All right. Big first one. Okay, I guess we didn't really see anything. Next couple of games, we got Helldivers 2, which is based on an eight year old game that I don't think anybody's ever heard of, except I'm sure both of you have lost and immortals of Aviums is my best guess, which has such good motion capture. I recognize the actress, Gina Torres. She's on 911 Lone Star. But it's amazing that games have gotten so accurate. You can recognize human beings in it. Um, any of you guys interested in the, either of these?
3: So for the Helldivers, um, I, I knew of it, never played it. Um, however, that's kind of what I said about what you stated uh, about the Immortals one. I said about. Um Helldivers was that the faith caption was so ap- impressive. Um, you know, yep. seeing all the emotions and it just the one thing that and once again I was like, oh, here's another life service game. Uh, but the but the thing <laughs> that really captured me, I was like, ooh, I like the Starship troopers-esque feel to this kind of game, you know. Let, let's go out and kill all these big bugs. That's the only thing that kind of uh, impressed me with that one. The Immortals one, it just looks like all right, Haldworks like a scene first-person shooter. That's why yeah, you say
0: that. I thought it was another magic game. I was like, "Oh, this is for spoken first person edition." Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I didn't really. None of these first three games really jabbed with me. But I will say that they were all very visually impressive. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really showing off what the PS Five can do here.
3: Was, I agree. Did ha- I think? He, I don't think Fair Game had gameplay. I think Hell Divers had some, and I think Immortals had a lot. I think Immortals yeah, lot, and,
0: and Hell Divers definitely did. I don't know about Fair Game, but whatever they showed was all the colors and the splash and everything for, for sure. Very, very cool looking.
3: Yeah. 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 Immortals, I would assume, has a, would have a lot of gameplay because it's about to be out like in what, 60 days, if that?
2: Yeah. July. July, yeah. You know what Hell Divers are too reminded me of? It reminded me of those videos that you watch when you're waiting in line at Disneyland. And they're kind of yes. playing them to get you like <laughs> yes. ready for it. It just had that feel to it. Yeah. All right. Ghost runner two was up next. Uh, I I, the, the only reason I know ghost runner is because it's like always on the subscription services and it's free to download. I don't know anything else about it. And the game is only a couple of years old, I think, too. So are you getting a sequel? Yeah,
0: kind of generic. I, I don't know. I, I haven't played the first one. I, I don't want to judge it too
1: much.
3: But again, yep. another one that didn't really hit the mark for me. I played the first one. I played it on the Switch.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't oh. I would
3: recommend no one playing on the Switch. I mean, <laughs> it actually plays well. The controls, the gameplay is actually well. It's just it looks like wax candles. Um, the graphics looks like just every, every, everything is melting. Um, but it's, it's a very fun game. If, if you do see on the cheap, I would highly recommend playing it especially if you have a high-end PC, if you have Xbox or PlayStation. It's actually a really fun, fast-paced game where you have to keep trying to do obstacles, and if you fail, you have to go back. It's very, it's like Celeste in a way, um, but in a first-person aspect.
2: Oh, I see. Okay. What's that that mirror game? Wasn't there a... Mirror's Edge. Um, Mirror's Edge. Yeah,
3: it's very much like that, but um, it's very fast-paced, very um, cyberpunk-esque feel to it um a little there's a little story to it but it's it, it was a fun game i just like you you failed and you get to try immediately there's no loading right to, there's really no loading you just do it again cool, yeah cool uh next one up this is a handbone special
2: phantom blade zero <laughs> this yes take, hambone tell us about this one this is all me. right
0: so so th- there's a, a, a veil of mystery around this game you know i think there was a lot of uh the narration was like 66 days to live you saw Weird. this oh, d- real yes right uh 60s uh, yeah uh, i whatever. put years in the I,
2: document but you're right <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is gonna be a four thousand hour game guys um yeah sixty. <laughs> it's the longing, but but it's even longer <laughs> well good thing i was looking at my notes for this one um so so third person samurai combat um it, it, I, john yeah i see you right down here see maybe like a soul's like type game I, I had the complete opposite impression that this was like too fast paced to be souls-like that it's it seemed more hack and slash yeah I, I have a lot of questions about the the actual gameplay here but i'm very intrigued right the this kind of um, pseudo samurai type type setting um kind of the dark overtones um a lot of like classic samurai meshed with like magical weapons seemed pretty cool to me um, so yeah, this, this one's, uh, definitely on my list to check out once it comes around. No, no date though. I don't, I don't think we got even a, a, mm-hmm. a release here. A lot of games had no date. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And this one was by S so what- game, I think, uh, that I wrote down. And then yep. the two, the two games, that immediately came to my mind that reminded me was, it looks like it's a combination of ghosts of Tsushima and Jedi survivor. Cause it had that parkour elements to it and everything, I mean, yeah. just like yeah. Jedi Survivor. I was like, Ooh, this looks really good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm highly if there's a cool narrative, a cool story, I, I'll be all over this game. Yeah, slick looking game. I'll definitely keep my
2: eyes out for it. I I, I kind of like thought about Sekiro as well. It's the same thing. It goes to Tsushima Sekiro. It's like, ah, I feel like I've seen these. But um, I, I took a look. It's a new studio. And the person who made it made a indie game in 2010 called Rainblood Town of Death. And he calls this a spiritual rebirth of that game. So if you go to YouTube <laughs> and take a look at Rainblood Town of Death, you can get a, a a kind of early look at this game. You're not; it's it's this ridiculous 2D game, um, so that'll be interesting. But yeah, I don't know when this game will come out. It's probably at least 2024, so keep an eye on. All right, next couple games: Sword of the Sea and the Talus Principle Principle Two. Um, the Sword of the Sea, when it came on, uh, I was watching with my son Cedric, and I said, "Is this Journey two? And then it goes on the screen and it says from the visionary artist behind Journey. And I was like, bam, nailed it. He wasn't impressed by me at all, which was sad, (laughs) but uh, sort of nailed it. It Looks like a beautiful game. It definitely reminded me of Journey. I didn't play the other games, Abzu and the other one. I I have the Pathless, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it sounds like it's not from like the developers of it. It's from the artists from it. So sometimes they try to get you with that. So. And then Talus Principle is a puzzle game that I, I've seen before. This is the second one. It definitely looked a lot more graphical, but I think we also saw nothing but cutscenes either.
3: Yeah, Talos Principle did nothing for me. Um, sort of the, sort of see, I'll check it out. It, it, that, might, that might be like a PS Plus. You know, if it comes on PS Plus, I'll check it out. Um, their, their portfolio, yeah, the, if it's the artist, they, their portfolio was very impressive because those are very pretty looking games that they're, that they're behind. And this one looked kind of, like it just like you stated it looked like from from looked like journey and yeah it was by the people that did had something to do with journey yeah it was yeah. gorgeous
0: i, I was kind of you know i think the art style you guys definitely hit on is is awesome for uh you know Sword of the sea and i was kind of like iffy on it until they went in a freaking half pipe on a sword <laughs> on a sword in, <laughs> in, in the desert i was like all right i'm in let's do this <laughs> this looks cool <laughs>
2: so this is a definite yes for me
0: definitely yes
2: uh, okay, um, next ones up are uh, Neva. I assume it's pronounced Neva. This is from the creators of Greece. Uh, this one's coming out in 2024. And then Cat Quest, Pirates of the Peribean. Uh, Cat Quest 3, I would yep. assume. Yep. Uh, this is also another 2024 game. Hambone, you think this is a Drew game?
0: This is the Drewest of the Drew games. Absolutely. Dungeon Crawler, Isometric probably fighting the same type of enemy for the entire time. Like, this, this is Drew in a bottle right here. I don't know
2: if he's played any of the Cat Quest games. I will say that I have not played the Cat Quest games, but I own the Cat Quest 1 and 2 on Switch, that double pack. And I feel like it's time for me to finally play some Cat I Quest. I played the first one. It, it's fun. It's fun. Yep. You know, maybe like 10-ish ten,
0: hours, maybe a little bit less. It, it definitely gets repetitive, but it's fun. The, the second game I played a little bit of, but um, you, you're not a cat. You're also a Dog at the same time, and you kind of play what? together. I don't know; it's kind of weird. I uh, didn't play too much of it, but the whole pirate motif here has me intrigued. So I'll, I'll keep my eye <laughs> on this one. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I, when I, I can get down some. I could get down some of Cat Quest. I've I've played. I played the first one. I and I played it jokingly, like, oh, I'll play this. I, I spent a couple bucks on. it I'll play it. I was like, and it sure enough, it it clawed me. And I was playing it. I played it till the end. I was like, damn, this is this is actually a really fun game. Yeah, uh, did you say? Did you say it clawed you? It clawed me. I used yeah, it, pun I, intended. I, Nice, totally got that one. That was really well good. Well done.
0: Smooth moves, my man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I loved Grease. No, I liked Grease. It's a very pretty game. People always talk about it. It's not much of a game. So I, I'll have my eye out on Neva. But Grease was fine. But I, I don't know if I'm like, I'm totally in because of Grease. So. Very pretty. That's coming out on Switch as well. Uh, Nintendo pushed out some videos on their channel. Yeah. Xbox did as well. Hambone sent me a graphic. Xbox is <laughs> yes. like, hey, hey, we got them, too. And like a bunch <laughs> of games. And it really helped me to figure out which games are console exclusives here. Apparently, Sword of the Sea is console exclusive. All right. We got to talk about this one. Sud tune. And what have we gone with Sud tune yeah. This is this is Foam Stars. The, the game that looked like Splatoon, that's Foam Stars. Console exclusive, from what I can tell, for PlayStation. And I, I have to quote from the very famous 1988 movie, Coming to America. I'm McDowell's. They got the Golden Arches. Mine is the Golden Arcs. They got the Big Mac. I got the Big Mick. We both got two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, and onions, but their buns have sesame seeds. That's what I feel about foam stars. <laughs> Bravo. That was a good, that was good. <laughs> very nice. Very nice.
1: Yeah. So we, I mean, it looked cool.
0: I think, <laughs> I think it, uh, square Enix, right? Like I, I was not expected to see this like shaggy <laughs> thing from square Enix. I don't really know what to make of this. I thought the C, the CGI was like, Oh, this is kind of striking. And then it cut to the gameplay and I lost interest pretty quickly.
2: Yeah. It didn't look great. It didn't look great. No, it didn't look mm-hmm. sharp. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. This I don't, might no, be no no date uh, on this one either, so maybe it's not close.
3: Yeah, th- this or my this my, this this just made me like oh this is this is the Balan title for for 2023 or 2024, wherever whenever this whenever this game's gonna release for square this is the battle window of, of for the year for them. wow wow it's, it, setting it, a low it's, bar here guys Low bar. It, yeah, it, to me it's, it looks like it's a it's they're they're far reaching I, I hope it's good i hope it's a success don't get me wrong i hope it is but it just it looks like it's gonna miss it looks like it's not gonna have an, a, a high engagement rate once again i hope <laughs> it does but it just it didn't it didn't it
2: didn't get it didn't look like it we we do see a lot of these live service type competitive games. What was that we saw the dodge not the yeah, the dodgeball one? What was the Knockout dodgeball city. one that recently
3: shut yeah, down? Knockout city. Knockout city. I enjoyed that. That was fun.
2: What was the one that was um the rollerblading uh it was like roller derby? That, didn't that come and go? I don't yeah, I don't think that stayed very long. I don't know. These are tough. These are these are tough, so we'll see. Yeah. If you're and listening was... to the uh, audio version of this, uh Koozie basically got knocked offline almost immediately. So we're not <laughs> we're not excluding him here. He's just gone, and I'm not sure he's coming back. Yeah. He's in a Wyoming <laughs> hotel.
3: Enough said. <laughs> Sorry, Coos. Miss you, my man. <laughs> One. I'm, now I'm just counting how many live service games have they shown so far? 14.
2: There have been 14 live service games so far. Wow. No, uh, no oh. but we got more. All right. I think a game that we're all looking forward to Nothing more to say, but the plucky Squire continues to look amazing. And I think if I buy this game, I think if I buy this game, I'm just going to get it on PlayStation because I just have a feeling the Nintendo Switch won't show it in all of the glory that it needs to show it in. Um, But but it looks
0: great. Absolutely right. Yeah, I -hmm. think if it it was just the hand-drawn stuff and, and there wasn't the transition to 3D, I'd say, yeah, maybe Switch, but um. Now with with the transition, yeah, you you need a little more power here, I think, to get the full uh, full experience full out of this art. one.
3: Yep, I wouldn't be surprised if this because this 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 game has a lot of attention since last year. I wouldn't be surprised if Xbox pulls a fast one and puts this on game day one Game Pass. Oh sure, that's possible. Mm. Yeah, there was no announcement of PS Plus Extra there. Yeah,
2: I mean, I could I could see it. It probably cost them a lot because I think this game's going to do some pretty good sales.
3: Yes, yeah. it
2: is.
0: Um, Devolver unless, too.
3: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, unless Xbox well has a good showing for you know going now until you know until next year, I could they they're going to need titles, and I could see this one saying, "Yep, this is Day One Game Pass," and kind of pound their chest on that one. Probably a whole different show, but I want to say more
2: indie titles. That's all I'm going to say about Game Pass right now. Uh, yeah. Very much driven by indie titles right now.
3: Yeah, yeah. And that's what made me led to think of that way because of that. A lot of, yeah. the, a lot of the day one Game Pass games, um, more more often than not, are like, yeah, indie titles.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay, Teardown. This one is the uh, Minecrafty, y Lego-y looking sandbox game. Looked pretty fun in the trailer. I, I'm an old man. I've seen games that look good in trailers, and then you just got to wait and see when the game actually comes out. Uh, but this one looked pretty interesting. What did you guys think of this one?
0: Yeah, I I, I thought, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, guys. But so right, blocky, Minecrafty, whatever world. But the explosions were like actual explosions, right? They mm-hmm. they weren't pixelated. Yeah. I thought oh. that was really cool and a, and a really interesting touch to at least the the aesthetic of the game. But yeah, I'm with you, John. I'm like this is this is a wait and see. Maybe play it. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing in the game is the problem. You're just, I just saw it empty. It was a very empty world. Build a car, strap a rocket to it, drive it through a building, explode, repeat. Is kind of
2: what I got. It, it reminded me like, are they going to go for the tears of the kingdom, like crowd and go, Hey, you guys are all done with your ultra hand. All right. We got more ultra hand. You can put rockets on things here too. Hey. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looked fun. I I, I don't know. If, if this comes out and it's like a $60 game, I'm probably a pass, but... Oh, no um, chance. No chance
3: it's a $60 game.
2: Yeah, we'll see. But 2023, f- that's cool.
3: Yeah. The first game that came to mind when I saw this and when they were showing it, because I had no idea what was going on, was this looks like kind of like the game that was on the Nintendo 64, Blast Corps. I was like, oh, is this where you kind of have to like Ooh. leave something <laughs> for something to explode? Like, oh, sign me up for this game. Uh, but yeah, the, the Minecraft... Blocky textures, which usually looks fuzzy or not that good, it looked so crystal clear on that. That I was, I was like, these are amazing graphics for a Minecraft-like s game. Yeah, it's it's almost. I almost didn't
2: even want to write it. Like, I hate comparing everything to Minecraft because it has blocks. But mm-hmm. it was like, like the first moment you saw it, was like, oh, is this a Minecraft thing? Yeah, it just it just is. But yeah, it, it, it it's also very different. Okay, I'm hoping we got a Metal Gear Solid fan on here because. First, they debuted Metal Gear Solid Triangle. <laughs> it's apparently called Delta. Metal Gear Solid Delta, Delta Snake Eater. And uh, right after that, which is a new game. And as Xbox reminded us, they're getting it too. And then uh, I think a PlayStation exclusive, the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1, which is 1, 2, and 3. And from what I have seen, Hamble, and correct me if you've seen different, uh, these are not necessarily remasters. These are just the original games.
0: That's what I saw too. Yeah, I, I haven't seen anything that said it's a remaster or any sort of upres or anything like that. I, I'd be surprised if there isn't a little bit of you know modern polish on it, but like I a golden expect...
2: eye, like a golden yeah, eye. Yeah.
0: yeah, maybe maybe some like UI stuff or whatever. But I, I I'm not the guy to look at too, for for Metal Gear, John. I'm sorry, I've I've never played a Metal Gear. Never really struck with me. Um, I I thought the trailer for uh, Delta looked pretty cool. Um, I mean, I need to see more.
2: Yeah, it was oh. a it was a cutscene with ants. Yeah, it's sort of the followed the food chain. Very much a Metroid Prime Four. Clearly, that's not something that's in the game. It is some studio yes. put together a little, took a week and made a little trailer, and we know nothing about it.
3: Yeah, yeah. The um, <laughs> so the the funny thing is um, on this one is that the Metal Gear Twitter official handle tweeted something out about this. And they did state that we will deliver the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection series, the most complete com- compilation that celebrates the 35th anniversary of the series. Um, this will allow fans to play the games as they were as first released on the latest platform. So, it's, yeah, it seems like they're not, they're not remastering uh-huh. them, up them. They're just here. They're just dumping them out for everyone to play. That means I have no interest. And then <laughs> it seems like what, what's funny is that they haven't mentioned who's developing it. Uh,
2: yeah,
3: because, it's not Konami. Yeah, it's not Konami, and they they won't like even the letter that they put on the Twitter. It, it, they signed it, development team. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, they didn't even brand who they were.
0: Yeah, they had the Blue Point rumors, and oh, there was I think I forget the name of the other studio that was kind of rumored to be working on it. But yeah, no no additional information. So kind of I, uh, I, mysterious. I,
3: I think uh, I mean I th- I think Cat, just take Capcom's template and just remaster all these games. That's, I think they've kind of laid the blueprint for Kanabi to go and remaster all their games now. You can give me a
2: blueprint to make a building and it doesn't mean I'm gonna make it the same way. Um, I do have some connections with the industry. It's why I do have this podcast. And a friend of mine um, who works in the industry said, this is from the ages of mages guy who has made Metal Gear Solid Delta. So I mean, like really landed a big contract there. Oh. And cool. clearly the ages of mages of work really paid off. So I, yeah. I think I'm going to have to like eat some crow on that. Okay. <laughs> Towers of Azba, a console exclusive 2024. So memorable. I can't remember it. I think uh, it was the game where the guys uh, had the paraglider like breath of the wild. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> I... I think you're doing this game a disservice, John.
0: I, th- I think you are. Yeah, well, I you know in my notes I wrote paraglider to be fair, but but I think I think <laughs> but I think there's more to it, man. So so I'm always a, a fan of like these mashup type games. I think that's mm-hmm. that's intri- intriguing, right? You got the it showed some like town building, rebuilding. There's this mysterious story where the creatures like don't want the humanoids to come back or something. There's exploration. There's combat. There's paragliders. I think there might be something
3: here. Mm-hmm. I don't this, know. This, this reminded me like, oh, this is the Kenna Bridge of Spirits game in the showcase. That uh, struck me the same. I and was like, I was Ooh. like, sign me up. I'll try it. I I, I like these kind of games. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely I'll definitely play with this. You guys are way more optimistic than
2: I am. Very good. <laughs> I'm glad. Glad we can balance each other out. Uh, Final Fantasy 16. Alan Wake 2. No, let's see. Okay, we know everything about Final Fantasy. Hambone, I know you are in day 1 on this one. Richard. Day one.
3: what do you. Are you are you playing 16? I'm I'm not a Final Fantasy person. I played Final Fantasy 7 remake um, when it came out and I think that was my game of the year that year. I was like this is this is a, this was an mm-hmm. amazing game. I had a lot of fun with it. Other than that, I haven't played really any other Final Fantasy game. This one, I think I'm going to wait till it's on a sale. I got other things to play, but it look and I, it looks good. If you, can ask, if you can answer this question, will it be the same engine as Final Fantasy VII Remake? Where, like, with the combat? It's, from what
0: I know, it's a different team within Square Enix. Uh, I think they have, like, two or three different teams that develop the, the various Final Fantasy titles. This is not the same team mm. as the Final Fantasy Seven team. Um, but the combat, I think, is more action- focused than okay. it is so, so final fantasy seven remake definitely had a more emphasis on um, action than the original did right but there's mm-hmm. still some of that menu system you had to you know you slow down time do that kind of stuff yeah um this is the um ba- the combat director from devil may cry so oh. um okay I- i'd say if if you are a little bit out on final fantasy because you don't like the traditional um you know final fantasy gameplay this might be the one to dip your toe in and check out
3: so, okay. So, so if Adele may cry, I'm assuming Bayonetta esque kind of gameplay. That, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Very fast, you
0: know, action focused. You know, obviously, you still have some la- layers to it. Um, but yeah, I was about to that. Get, um, get some news on the demo um, drop. Oh, you know, yeah, that's I, right. I think I was a little disappointed to not get some more information on that. I mean, we've got sitting here on the 24th, Less right? A we've month. got what, a month away. So that demo's got to be pretty soon and I'm surprised even if it wasn't a shadow drop hey out do yeah. one or, or something mm-hmm. like that I thought that was a little bit of a oh miss. no
2: it should totally be a shadow drop yeah you're right just like demo mm-hmm. available right now yeah. yeah you're right because that. so you this is the big audience you have you release that demo any other time and you gotta hope it just trickles across the internet yep
3: so and yeah totally forgot about that Ah. All right, well, well, Hambone, you you, you kind of sold me on it, so maybe I will. Uh, if, if, if the demo comes <laughs> out, I, yeah, I, if if it's about mo- like action, more gameplay, yeah, I'll definitely look more into it. So I mean, it looks beautiful. Cool, you go, Clive. Alan Wake Two
2: is coming October seventeenth. Uh, we've heard digital only. It's going to be a sixty dollars game, but they made an announcement that it was digital only, which is really interesting. Because you just feel like it just makes sense on a PlayStation five. I don't even know why we have physical Mm -hmm. anymore other than, you know, to be able to like sell a game, that sort of thing. But uh, Alan Wake two came out. And the first thing I asked was, is this a remake? It's like, no, I guess there was only one Alan Wake years ago. And now we got two. So it looks really cool. I I never played the original though. So I don't know if I'll be able to get into it. I looked up. There was a remaster recently of Mm -hmm. Alan Wake and... They said it looks nicer, but it plays like an older game. So I'm out.
3: (laughs) I never. Yeah, I it looked amazing. I'd never played Alan Wake. I've always was interested because I like this. I like the 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 theme of it, the story of it. You know, it's a writer telling a horror story and it kind of unravels from there. I like I like that. So I this really entices me to kind of go go back and play Alan Wake. Um, to get ready for this one because it just it looked really it looked looked like Resident Evil S. It's made by Remedy. I absolutely loved Control. Um, I felt Control was such an amazing game when it came out. Um, so you know, I Remedy has, is in is in good in my book. So I'll definitely try whatever they they put out.
0: Last thing I'll say is I love the October launch date for, yes. for horror games. I just I don't know something about the timing of it in the year is just like perfect.
2: Yeah, you hate to see them all crowd at that time, but it's also perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. Assassin's uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage, October 12th. Um, this is a game we know about. It's coming out October. Another hand special. It he is loves to platinum games. I want to do a whole show on. Uh, we, we talked about earlier. I don't, I forget which game we're talking about. Uh, games that uh, get a little repetitive and a like cat quest. And what yep. games aren't repetitive? I think every game we play these days is repetitive. Assassin's Creed is their king. According to John Blanco, um, Richard, are you in on the Mirage?
3: I will definitely try. I love Assassin's Creed games. Um, I just never finish them because they're just so bloated. Um, yeah, it just it, yeah. It, it's just I like for Valhalla. I play, I think I played yeah. sixty hours, and I looked oh. and I looked up the walkthrough. I was like, how much of this game I have left? I looked at the walkthroughs like I'm only like forty percent, I forty percent into the game. Holy no, I'm done with this game. You have so, to loot
2: seventy five more towns before you can finish this game.
3: Yeah, so yeah. I love, I love going in playing it, but it loses my interest pretty quickly because it's just it's repetitive. I and really, if Valhalla was Valhalla one and Valhalla two, I had to buy two different games. I'm I'm about it at least at least there's two different games to look forward to. I don't. know. It's just it's too much too 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 much for me. So. But I would definitely try Mirage, though. So. I loved on Valhalla. What, what
0: was it like? Eight to ten hours in, you finally like got to the opening scene where it <laughs> dropped, dropped the title card. That could have been a game, you know. To your point, Richard, you know, there's there's part one, but um, I, I cannot wait for this game. I am so excited. I thought some of the best parts <laughs> of Valhalla were the Basm, um pieces of the story that you got, and and how there's something else going on with him. This is showing his sort of origins coming up as an assassin. Hopefully, we'll kind of get some tie-ins to figuring out what's going on in sort of more future, uh, you know, present day through Valhalla. But um, I cannot wait for a return to the classic formula, supposedly, with this game. One of the biggest things that annoyed me with Valhalla was how uh, Eivor wanted to wear the hidden blade as sort of a, a showpiece, right? tuck that
2: baby in man let's 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 do some some assassinations here mm-hmm. so yeah i'm ready for it let's do it sometimes i think hambone and i have the same tasting games then and then assassin's creed shows up <laughs> all right a couple games here and then i'm gonna let my cat out the door revenant hill a console exclusive for the playstations this is made by the night in the woods developers published by Finji, who also recently did tunic and uh then Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. I don't know if this is a series or what. It's one of those games that has like 18 titles. Uh, what do you guys think about? What do you guys think about this one?
0: Pass. Yeah, JRPG, Graham. maybe it's action, you know, catchphrases. That's kind of what I, what I got from Grand Blue fa- Fantasy Relink. It was <laughs> every time they would do an attack, it would be like special attack. Hey, you know, good hit whatever like I don't know it's it just seemed very generic to me I, I know there's obviously an audience for this and, and this is a series for a reason but this is probably not one for me
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I only have uh, uh, amount of JRPGs I can play within you know and uh, within five years like Xeno- Xenoblade Chronicles 3 took that for me and so I'm good for the next five years so I'm gonna have to pass on this one <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I'm in on Revenant Hill. I want to play Night in the Woods. I actually played it for about an hour on Game Pass. And I liked it, but I, I just wasn't in the right headspace at the time. Uh, my wife really likes Night in the Woods. I think I might have gotten it physically, but I'm curious to see about this one. The funny thing is the cat looks very familiar. When I first saw it, I was like, that looks like the cat from Night in the Woods. Yeah, but mm, as my wife says... This looks like more like just a cat that happens to look like that cat. But this game is just a totally different game. Um, but I'm very interested in this one. It, it's interesting in this showcase. There's so many shooters and games that I'm just not into. It's just not my genre. Yeah. And when you see games like Revenant Hill, they really pop. Yeah, because they, you're just not seeing them. So the so the game, the the, the journey like game from before um, the plucky squire cat quest, like they really pop because then you, you go back to more like looter shooter thing
3: so on the playstation blog it the title of the of the article to, to talk about revenant hill was welcome to revenant hill where your journey to become a witch's familiar begins so
2: that's- it explains everything i know exactly what this <laughs> game is now I know. all right street fighter 6 sometimes you just have to show a game that's right right around the corner. I'm still in on this as of right now. I thought it was interesting that they started showing it by showing the campaign mode and your your create a character. And it's like this is Street Fighter six. This trailer should start off with Ryu fighting Ken and Blanca and all that stuff. It was a very weird. But yeah, as of right now, I am in on Street Fighter six. I was waffling a little bit watching some footage pre show. Like I'm not a fighting game fan. But I grew up on Street Fighter 2 and I don't know, it just looks so pretty. And and then once I saw the Mortal Kombat 1 trailer, I kind of said like it's I, I, I don't look, I'm fine with gore and whatever. The Mortal Kombat 1 trailer was way over the top, but not a big deal to me. But Street Fighter 6 has just beautiful art style and it's so colorful. And when they do the combos, you see a lot of the echo around them. Just, I'm really excited for this. And I'm even gonna do this stupid create a character campaign just for fun.
3: So for some reason, I'm excited about this one. I 100 percent agree. with Who's playing you. with me. If if I get a fighting game, it would be Street Fighter um, out of the ones we've seen so far. It just, it just it stands out. It looks different. It looks to me, mm-hmm. it, it kind of looks very Nintendo-esque. You know, it's just it just is colorful, it, it looks engaging, it looks different. Um, the video game category for the video game wars is going to be very competitive this year. Cause you have what the three major hit- hitters out this yep. year. Wh- which, you mean for like goat. Oh, yeah,
0: t- for, uh, uh, for, for, um, you're talking fighting games, right? So like Tekken yeah. and mortal Kombat and, um, Oh, I see. And, and street, and street fighter. Street, yeah. They're all, yeah. That, they're all
3: know. this year. So that's going to be a very no, That's gonna be a very competitive, uh, it, category this year. It's got a lot of personality for sure. No,
0: uh, yeah. I'm not playing this one, but, um, I don't know if anything, the, the story mode or the creative character mode seems probably like the most fun, to be honest with you. So th- don't sleep on mm-hmm. that, John.
2: I that, That's that's going to be a big I'm part do of the it. game. I'm going to do it. It's just that I'm playing Street Fighter to play Street Fighter. I'm not yeah. playing Street Fighter to make some dopey character that You know you're going to make like
0: this, some, some chick with blue hair, who, you know, has like, oh. you know, tight leggings and stuff. Like,
2: you, you're there. Come I'm on. I'm going to make don't, a character don't that looks like Hambone Johnny right now. Black that's hat. Beautiful. Yeah. All right next few we got Ultros, a playstation exclusive looks like a colorful metroidvania looking thing we have tower of fantasy which is not scarlet nexus 2 or xenoblade apparently from what i'm hearing and then the first reveal of dragon's dogma 2 a game that we knew was in development this is the first time we've ever seen it richard which
3: of these games tickles your escobar who um if i had to pick from these um it would probably be the ultras that one looks pretty fun um but i can see if it's a console exclusive i i feel like it's going to be a day one launch into the ps plus uh service could be i would try it if it went to ps plus yeah i mean that's the only way i'm probably going to try i probably won't buy it unless it's getting like rave reviews but i mean all three of these don't really do anything to me
0: yeah, I'm probably with you, my man. Um Ultros was probably the best one for me. Um Acid Trip, Metroid, Melee Combat
1: <laughs> seems <laughs> interesting. <laughs>
0: um
2: yeah, uh, the other ones uh, didn't didn't do anything for me. So, one time just I just decided to play some random thing my, on my on my shelf of Switch games back here, and I saw Dragon's Dogma one day, and I was like, Let me just play this. I don't know anything about it. I've had it on my shelf. Back in the day, I used to buy just everything I saw if it was on sale and I just started playing it. And you know what? It wasn't that bad. I was like, this is actually it's actually not that bad. I did some research to see if people liked this game. I just didn't expect it. And I was like, this is kind of neat. It didn't perform great on the Switch, though. So Mm -hmm. I was always curious about trying this on a real console. Sorry, Switch, a real console. (laughs) Dragon's Dogma 2 looks really good. I'm not saying I'm going to buy Dragon's Dogma 2. I do have my eye on it. I'm probably not, because I'd probably want to play Dragon's Dogma 1. But, interesting. I'll say that. And it does Mm -hmm. seem to have a cult following as well. Yeah. All right. Now we come to the VR games. Uh, We have, I think, Five Nights at Freddy's, Help Wanted 2. It looked like a VR game. They didn't label it as such. I'm just going to lump it in here. Resident Evil 4 VR mode, I think we're going to be talking about. Arizona Sunshine 2, the sequel to a game nobody has ever heard of, Crossfire Sierra <laughs> Squad, Synapse, and then, and I didn't even know this, Beat Saber finally makes its first appearance on PSVR 2. Uh, you, you can get it for free if you have it on PSVR, so that's cool. And they introduced a Queen Music Pack, which you have to pay for. So let's talk about it. I think only one of us here has a PSVR 2, that's Richard uh Mm -hmm. and two of us want a (laughs) psvr2 hambone and i yes yes. what do we think about these games hambone any of these games make you make you want to get that psvr2 today
0: uh well i've always been interested in beat saber but i feel bad lumping that one in because it's it's not new but um I, i think the one that looked the most interesting is probably synapse because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, kind of the story and you kind of you're going into you know, that guy's mind, you're interrogating him, but he's trying to stop you from getting whatever information out of there. Seemed pretty cool. Um, the other ones seemed very generic. Uh, I don't know. Um, haven't done any VR yet, but nothing seemed amazing there.
3: Yeah, so of Freddy's never I've that one I did look into. It is going to be right now it is only PSVR 2 only. The the first one was both was PSV was PSVR and console. Okay. Non so it was both. This one is they, only they butted PSVR. it up too. against VR but didn't label yeah. it. I get it. Yeah, so Resident Evil 4 VR I I have the original cuz Resident Evil 4 OG came out for the Quest 2 last year. Mhm. Yes. Ago. Yeah, and that was it, it. It played well. It was really fun. Um, it looked okay. Um, this one obviously is going to take a step above because of Village, uh, because of Resident Evil Seven. So Capcom knows how to make cutting edge VR games now. It looks like, and I think they're going to even ant- jack this one all the way to a to, to ten now for this one.
2: Yeah and it, uh, and it is a uh, free DLC. If you if you bought Resident Evil 4 remake, you get this for free, which is really cool because I do plan on buying Resident Evil 4 remake. So when I get my PSVR, I'll have this waiting for me.
3: Yeah, that's amazing that they're doing that. Like amazing. all 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 of the Resident Evil VR games that have VR, they're it's it's just a free edition. That's amazing. Um Arizona Sunshine. The first one is very fairly popular within the the VR community. Um I so this one is a big sh- surprise shock drop of a of, of oh. a sequel to this game. Um, but I think there was a label that what we saw was not VR quality. I think that was just cinematic. So that's so what you see in the VR you're not going to see that. So that was so it's going to be very maybe a little did, It didn't les. feel
2: very VR now that yeah. you mention it. And, and you remind me that I really know nothing about VR games. So I I've never heard of this game,
3: but I probably haven't heard of 98 percent of VR games either. <laughs> uh, the Crossfire looked like I, Hamel, you said it. it looks it just looks generic. Um, and then is Snaf- this the
2: same series as like Crossfire X and all of those? I so is, is that like the series name?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to look, look that, that up. I couldn't tell you that.
3: The snaps looks amazing. That looks that look, uh, that looks fun. It looks different. It, it, it's a shooter game, which seems like most VR games are shooter games nowadays, which is kind of annoying. But at least there's a, there's a twist to this one. There's a gimmick. To yeah. So, hey, and, 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 the, and all, like
0: the little magic element or some sort of like uh,
3: Jedi force powers licking. or whatever. Yeah. right? So you can move yeah. some stuff
0: around. So that was cool.
3: Yeah. And B-Saber. Hey, if it's free, a free upgrade. I have it for the PSVR One. I'll be happy to try and see what what it looks like. So I have a few music packs um, that I bought for the PSVR One. I'd be love to try this one. Um, but then again, I think I'll, my primary Beat Saber action will probably be on the Quest 2. I mean, it's 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 there's no, there's no wire on me on the Quest 2, so I, usually I just I stick to Beat Saber on the Quest 2. That makes sense, and it is part of a series, um, Crossfire X, which was a
2: uh, kind of a flop for. Um, I think it came out on Game Pass, if I remember last year, or just Xbox. If I remember that was a game that, oh, that wow. was a big flop Go, last year. Watch reviews of it. It just was just a, a huge flop. I don't know if it was super buggy. It was just super boring. Um, but there's Crossfire Legions, Crossfire Sierra Squad, Crossfire HD, Crossfire Warzone, not related to the Crossfire uh, board game that we all remember the song from. Oh, <laughs> Crossfire! Uh, <it> is-
1: Crossfire! <laughs>
3: Um, but overall, PS the VR it was that I mean that was very disappointing. Um, that's that's all. in you know they didn't even show their Bravo team. their the P, the the PlayStation's exclusive military VR shooter. They didn't even show that, and that was something. And they we already know it's out or it's coming. They get any and there's no updates to that uh, VR. The VR aspect was so disappointing. On this. I think we have a lot of disappointment to talk about after this is this is done.
2: All right, next one. Bungie, we see the big Bungie. This is the second time now we've seen a company that Sony's acquired within the last year and Bungie of course being the one we know about. And we've got a Marathon reboot or whatever. My memories of Marathon are when I was in college back in the mid 90s. And Doom was out and this was a time when nobody had a Mac. I know this is kind of foreign especially cuz I have a whole bunch of Macs. Nobody had Mac where they were in computing centers and schools and and, you know, and then there were the enthusiasts. But it was it was a wasn't a very popular system and they didn't have Doom, but they had Marathon. Anybody who had a Mac would tell you and not stop talking about how Marathon is better than Doom. And I remember playing Marathon one time and going, that is not better than Doom. (laughs) But that was always the trivia question. Whenever people talked about Bungie and Halo is, hey, did you know Bungie made Marathon? So pretty, pretty amazing. And I remember Myth. That was my Bungie game that I would tell people is what they made before because Myth was a really fun game. But Mm. Marathon, very colorful looking trailer. I have no interest in this whatsoever, but cool. I mean, it's weird that this is the first thing being announced by Bungie after being purchased. Marathon. okay. but you have a feeling like this could be. uh, I I don't want to say it, but it could be like a Halo type game. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Yeah, this is interesting. This is strategic. Definitely. You know,
0: I think there there's another live service game we're probably looking at right there. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I wonder if that's one of uh PlayStation's like 10 live service games that they've said are, are mm-hmm. coming out. So, yeah, that, I, I don't know. Um I, I'm not really interested in it either. I thought the trailer was pretty cool. I like how it was like had that like that ink effect throughout mm-hmm. it. I thought that was pretty neat, but yeah, it didn't do anything
2: for me. Seems yeah. These aren't for me. If, if you forced me to play one of these shooter games in the showcase and I do not play shooters, I would choose this one just because it, it looked the coolest. It had the coolest art style. If yeah. that means anything
3: to anybody. It, yeah. <laughs> Richard, this, this is the this is the wait and see, uh, you know, okay. I it, definitely wait and see. I I don't know what to expect from this at all. The
2: the biggest part of this game is it's, it's got the Bungie name attached yeah. to it. Bungie's yeah, always wait. been a, a reliable company. They did destiny, right? They do destiny. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, definitely one to look at. Speaking of Destiny, Destiny 2, The Final Shape. More info is coming out August 22nd. Anybody play Destiny here?
0: I played the original Destiny for a little bit. Never played Destiny 2. From what I know, um, I think this is the final expansion for Destiny 2. So, the final final shape. It's, it is also the final shape. So, um, yeah, I think the um, gosh, uh, Lightfall right came out earlier this year. Mm-hmm. It didn't review all that well. Uh, witch Queen, I think, was the last one did a lot better. Um, but yeah, be curious. Queen? Oh, witch, witch, Queen, Witch the Queen, Witch uh, <laughs> Destiny Two, the Witch Queen. Oh, oh of, okay. Yes, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I I think interesting. We got another mini direct or whatever you want to call it coming uh, in August mini direct mini we'll mini that. mini destiny direct I don't know okay. more in the world <laughs> yeah who knows but uh I don't know I think it's cool for destiny fans there's a lot of them out there they keep pumping these out so
2: you know people are playing them yep cool so the the bungee the bungee the 15 minutes ended we got concord not sure if it's related to the airline everybody remember the old concord airline mm-hmm concord console exclusive coming out 2024 so that means 2025 Hambone, what is this about the hamburger yeah so so this is
0: from right firewalk another i think uh sony acquired them what last uh, last month or so so this is uh this wow. is sort of uh, another interesting uh showing all right we there was a rumblings of they're working on something we're not sure what um yeah, you're right. You know, it seems it started kind of generic. You're in space. You're venturing. I, I think they said what, um, like recon team or so, something like that. And then it's flashing to all this like sci-fi space stuff, and then it just cuts to a uneaten hamburger. And, and I just thought, like, this seems very like Guardians of the Galaxy esque in terms of like potential atmosphere here. We still don't know a ton of this, but, um, like, why show a hamburger in like a fast food container? It just seemed like it's trying to introduce something. Why not? Not traditional. It's not just another shooter type of game. It's got some some additional personality to it. <laughs> this isn't
2: your ordinary
3: shooter. They had a we hamburger burgers, in the trailer, man. so <laughs>
0: I, I don't know. I, I,
3: I, they showed it Con- for a reason. Concord <laughs> is jelly. That is equates to oh, food. Oh,
2: you're right. Yes, the Concord Ham- great.
3: There's a hamburger. It's sna- it's bug snacks too. Really, it's co named, but it's bug <laughs> <snacks too. laughs> You heard it yeah, here first. Know. That's why we had Richard on. <laughs> He's got the
2: insight. This is followed up with what will easily be the best movie of the year. Uh, the greatest acting I've seen in a trailer, Grand Turismo. Sony uh, on the, the back of I'm going to opine here. I don't care what you guys think. On the back of the Uncharted, one of the most forgettable, bland movies we've seen in a decade, Gran Turismo, based on a true story. I can't wait to hear what that's about. Is coming to theaters only in theaters, August 2023. I Maybe this is Cars for adults. I don't
0: know. Yes, Th- this is wait wait for it to come to a streaming service and, and watch it on a <laughs> Saturday afternoon when I have nothing else
2: going on. Now, this is a movie you bring your kids to to watch with you your five-year-old your six-year-old you bring them i don't know you watch do we have a do we have a rating on this yet because i was actually thinking
0: that i was like oh maybe my son would like to see like a fast racy car moving to your point john but like
2: it's It's, uh uh, nc-17 (laughs) it's based on a true story of savannah the porn star (laughs) who became a a race car driver later in her career
0: did did you see the other uh, trailer for this one john or is this the first time you're seeing the? Uh,
2: this is the first time I've seen a trailer. But if you say there's another trailer, I'm looking it up as go, soon as show Go the look, look over. it
0: up. It's got the um the guy from Stranger Things, uh, the, the sheriff. Eve? Oh, the, the sheriff. Okay, Harbor. Yeah. The sh- So he's he's sort of training this group <laughs> of yeah <laughs> this this group of uh, prospective racers who are Gran Turismo like pros, um, and this one guy is the chosen racer and all the regular kind of traditional racers hate him. And there's some sort of story here. It looks like the most five out of 10 movie I've probably could imagine. But um, yeah, who and knows? that's being optimistic.
2: Yeah. I don't know how you make a movie about Gran Turismo. I don't know how you look at all your properties. And I know they've got some things in the works for God of War and Horizon. And all. That. I don't know how you look at all your works and go
3: Gran Turismo. That's what we're <laughs> going with. I don't get it.
2: I'm sure Sean Abbott's going to watch it though.
3: (laughs) I will go. I I do. I'm interested in seeing it Um, bait. And really mainly is because it is made by by Sony. And I'm sure like the, the, the sounds and the audio. Oh, maybe this is a good IMAX movie. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a visually, visually, visually good. And I feel like the, the, the sound is going to be really good.
2: That's great. I'm so sorry, Richard. I did not realize you were into this and I was kind of making fun of it. (laughs) <laughs> i feel Trust terrible me. i feel awful he doesn't feel bad more
3: than all. likely i'm not going to go watch it in theaters <laughs> nope. but if i do have a chance i probably will
2: so it, it's it's really low on the totem pole for me so when people go to watch this movie you're gonna go so what did you think of the sound <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> did you room, vroom nice for you <laughs> yeah exactly all right so now we get to what we've been waiting for project q Which is a, I don't know, I've seen some people call this the Wii U. If you remember, if you had a PlayStation 3, there was a way to do remote play and play your PlayStation 3 games Mm -hmm. on your PSP. Mm -hmm. Then when the Vita came out, there was a way to tie it into your PS4. Well, Sony doesn't support their portables anymore. So now you just get a dedicated device. This basically guarantees that Sony does not have a home portable. They are out. And so they are going to give you this project queue. You can play a game. It's going to stream to your device via Wi-Fi from your PS5. This is not cloud gaming. This is just cloud gaming. If your PS5 is a cloud. This is interesting. I'm really curious on the price point. It's a dumb device, but it has an eight inch. Did they say it was an OLED screen or mm-hmm. n- I don't, H- don't H- an eight inch screen. Yeah, I, I think don't it's LC- a I think it's LCD. Okay, and it looks like someone took a PlayStation controller, broke it in half, took off the big giant dual sense button and put them put them back together and put a screen in. it. It's not the best looking thing. But what I do like is the 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 left and right stuff will feel exactly the same as your own controller. So that's that's cool. I might be interested in this, but probably not.
0: Yeah, I got to wait and see on the price point. Honestly, like I, I have um. Oh, gosh. Uh, back A backbone. I got a backbone this mm-hmm. past year. Uh, and it's okay. Uh, I think my biggest issue with it is the ergonomics of it are, are pretty terrible. And um, it, there's only select games that I like playing on it because, I mean, phones now are huge, but uh, they're not that huge. And, and anything with text is kind of tough to play on a small screen like that. Um, depending on price point, I might be in on this. Um, I don't know. What, what, what do you guys guess if, if you had to put a price tag on it? What's your... What's your ballpark number? 300. That's where I'm at.
2: It's going to be dual. It's got it has it has the all the haptics and everything like that. It's going to have an eight inch screen. I don't know what the technology is going to be. So you could argue that a switch has all these things, but actually has a processor and everything going on. Yep. But I just feel like it's
3: still going to be three hundred dollars. Yeah. Same. how
0: about you, Richard? What's what's your price on this one?
3: It's it's funny. So we have a four hundred dollar PS five, five hundred dollar PS five, a what six hundred dollar five 550 fifty five fifty PSVR two ZVR two. I yeah, I would say three hundred three fifty for this too. I would say that yeah. that's gonna it's because it doesn't play the game, but it can like you need the you need the console. So yeah, I I think 300, 300, 350 hundred three fifty is probably the right yeah. It's an eight inch yeah. HD display.
0: I am uh, interested on the battery life on this bad boy, too. I think that's another big uh, question mark that is a make it or break it kind of decision point for me. Very much so.
2: When I watch TV, like especially like Met games in the evening, I just grab my Switch. I sit in a chair. I'm not going to watch baseball, right? I mean, I have it on and I'm listening and I'm looking up, but uh, I play my Switch. And so I don't get to really play my PlayStation. If I want to play my PlayStation while I'm watching the Mets, I put the Mets on an iPad and it sucks. So this would allow me to play the PlayStation, which would literally be four feet from me while watching the game on my TV. So it's not it's not one of those things that's like urgent or someone can say, yeah, you could just do this or that. And it's like, no, then I could just sit in my chair and play my PlayStation while I watch the Mets. That's the only reason why I might buy this.
3: So my thing is, is that so I have a PS5 and I have a switch, right? And I have a backbone, and I've tried to play PS5 games. Specifically, I've played uh, Forbidden West on the backbone using my phone with remote oh, play in my house, and it played great. It was smooth and everything. But when I think of when I play a PlayStation game, I don't think of playing on a small screen. On, a, yeah. on Nintendo games, I think they have me train plays play Nintendo games on a handheld. That's perfect. All throughout, you know, the course of me playing video games throughout my life. But when I play a PlayStation game, I want it grand. I want it big. I want it. Yep. On my, I, I want to see the graphics. I want to see the power. So I don't know. I don't I don't think this is something for me because when I play a PlayStation game, I want it. I want it on. I want it on big screen. Yeah, that, that's that, that is exactly where the the
2: Redfall versus Tears of the Kingdom argument came where people were criticizing one game for being 30 frames a second. And then loving Tears of the Kingdom, but it's an expectation game. I'm Mm -hmm. exactly the same as you. When I play my PlayStation games, I am focused on how good the graphics are in a game. If those Mm -hmm. those graphics aren't up to snuff, I'm not interested in it. When I play a Switch game, I'm not looking for the top tier graphics. I'm looking for gameplay, just different Mm -hmm. expectations. Yep. All right. PlayStation earbuds, because every company has to have their own earbuds. They did the (laughs) Apple thing and try to sell us on how great quality these are. I'm sure they're just outsourcing it from somewhere, maybe Apple, but they're PlayStation branded. I'm keeping my PlayStation headphones. Anybody maybe interested in the earbuds.
3: I think I have those because I have their, I don't have those obviously, but I have, I mean, Sony is known to make, you know, top quality headphones. So I have their earbuds that are like, that were, The premium, they're more than AirPods, um, AirPods Pro. And they are amazing. They sound amazing. Mm -hmm. I just recently bought um, Beats, the Beats Pro style tips ones. Um, They sound amazing, but they don't live up to the Sony ones I just bought. Um, I think they're the XM3s. Yeah, so I'm not going to buy these because I think I have. I think I already have them because I'm I'm assuming it's going to be the it's going to be repurposed technology, repurposed parts for these. So yeah, you don't have white ones with a PlayStation logo on it though, so you're (laughs) going to need these. I
0: like the
2: case. The case was cool. I like how it like slid out.
3: (laughs) That was that. That was unique.
0: (laughs) I was like, ooh, fancy. Other than that, yeah, I'm not getting these.
2: All right, and that was pretty much it. So the show's over. Um, That's it. We didn't get anything exciting nope we got spider-man 2 all right going into the show there were what are the games that we thought we would see ghost of tsushima 2 uh we you know like there was a whole list of games we were really hoping to see and the only one that we did get was spider-man 2 now first of all you guys have played spider-man everyone everyone here has played spider-man yep. Handbone recently i know whatever mm-hmm. spider-man 2 looked freaking amazing all right hey it looked next gen. That was the thing that I was most curious to see, which is this isn't just going to be like another you know whatever. It, it definitely looked next gen. That's huge for Sony and the PlayStation. Uh, looked like good frame rate, good you know everything. They're pro- I think they were showing it in like resolution mode. I'm sure there's going to be a great little performance mode there. Looked fantastic. I had no idea when this when this there you know it starts off in the jungle. I'm not a comic book guy. I don't know Spider Man lore. My son loves Spider-Man and he didn't even know. And I'm sitting there and I make the joke to him. I go, oh, it's Spider-Man Jungle Edition or whatever. <laughs> and then I made a joke in our discord about like with these two guys arguing with each other. And I am like Spider-Man swings in and saves Sergei. I did not <laughs> know that this guy is Craven, who's apparently a well-known enemy of Spider-Man. And look, someone can fill me in on that. Hopefully one of you can. But can someone fill me in as to how Spider-Man is now suddenly... Venom in this one when he wasn't in the first one. What do you think's going on here? Someone explain Spider Man to me,
3: Richard. What do you got, man? (laughs) So I don't have much. (laughs) Um, I don't have much, but I I do. I'm just. I just know from what I've seen from the trailers of the game. So we knew though the first one we saw. You know, we we did see what Venom come out of the shadows in the in the first trailer. So I knew Venom Venom somewhere in this in this, in this in this game. So I guess what we're seeing now is that he already has a symbiote in his body. He's already becoming Venom. Venom's taking over because you see his aggressiveness while fighting. Um, so that's, that's already being taken place. So w- it looks like what we, what we just what they just showed to us was definitely probably 20% into the game at least.
0: At, um, yeah, oh, sure. He, yeah. There's, there's definitely some story set up they skipped. Uh, and John, you're right. I did play both Spider-Man and Miles Morales earlier this year. So I, they're kind of fresh in my mind. The I forget. I, it's got to be Spider Man. Um, the closing scenes of Spider Man. You see five, four, three, two, one. Spoiler alert. You see Harry in the tank, um, and then you you get like a visual of the symbiote that grabs the tank um, edge or, or the wall of it. So it's kind of a teaser. Like, hey, you know, there's something going on here. Mm. Some of the dialogue in the um. In the trailer we saw, right, they're talking about, oh, Harry's Harry's gonna die. We need to get so and so, you know, lizard lizard man, whatever that guy's name was, because there's some sort of key to to that that Do- situation. Dr. So Harry's out of the tank. Something's going on. Symbiote came from somewhere. Who knows? I'm not a huge Spider-Man comic book guy, um, I but I think Spider-Man is is a great premise for a game because you know, look at us. Not none of us here are big comic book guys, but we're in. We're all in on this game. Uh, the gameplay is just so fun. It looks so frenetic and and taken and up a notch from from these last couple games that have come out. So I'm really excited.
2: Yeah, I mean Spider Man. was just a great game. I'm not. I'm. I was never big in like Spider Man video games, and there were tons of them. But Spider Man was was great, and in some ways, Miles Morales was even better. So that's where the the hype factor comes in and i'm excited to get this one because i know i'll play it and my son will play it on my ps5 that's cool but uh yeah i was a little lost in kind of the story there but i'm looking forward to like learning the story as we get in there Did fall you guys... 2023 no date yeah. yet p- pissed off that there's no date like
0: what is going on there that's <laughs> that's a big disappointment i think yeah. but um couple of things I really liked in that trailer, the, the HUD movement went during combat. Did you see it was like shaking and kind of moving along with the screen? I thought that was yeah. really, really that impressive really cool. and kind of added to to sort of everything else that was happening on screen. And I really like the flying squirrel suit. Like I'm ready to just kind of that like, so cool through the city. Miles, like yeah. that's going to be cool. The part where he went through the bus and it kind of like zoomed in and, and uh, yeah, this game is going to yeah. be visually impressive. It's going to be super fun. I'm, I'm really excited.
3: I see a lot of, um, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, um, like aspects built into oh, this yeah. game. I, I, yeah. I see a lot of uh, spiritual um gameplay and controls and everything into this. So, and that, and you can tell when you play a Ratchet and Clank and you play the Spider-Man games, all the gadgets and all the technology that Spider-Man uses, you can tell like they're by the same, you know, they're, it's by Insomniac. So I'm so excited to play it. Yeah, Spider-Man, what I think was my favorite game on the PS4. And I think so far, Miles Morales is my favorite game on PS5. They're just amazing games. Um, yep. Insomniac is just... One like so good.
2: Yeah, Sony Sony did good to pick them up low key. One of the cooler moments in these sorts of showcases was when you're watching the screen and it says press square for miles. And you're like, what? Yeah, and it's miles. You're like, oh, sweet. Miles is yes. in this too." Like, that's so yeah. cool. I it that would be really me cool of, uh... if you switch between them and someone can have a second controller. And when you switch to miles, that person plays as miles. I mean, you don't you don't have to play that way, but it would be super easy for Sony for the for Insomniac to just set that up and say, if you're playing two player co-op, one of you picks miles, one of you picks and you just sit there and you both watch and you both play when it, when it's your turn. I think that would be super cool. But that would be know. amazing.
3: That would be amazing.
2: All right. So that's the showcase. <sighs> Where do we want to go from here? I uh, handbone. Yes, what do you think about this showcase? But just tell me that. Get- <sighs> If you want to give it a grade, you can give it a grade, but what did you think of this showcase? I was disappointed. I was hoping to see a, at least a,
0: one or two other titles from PlayStation proper. Um nothing from sucker punch, nothing, you know, from Santa Monica. I know they just had God of War last year, but not even just hey, you know, something's coming in 2025 or or what have <laughs> you. Um but yeah, so so I I think great third-party support as always. Um but was disappointed there wasn't more PlayStation studio games.
2: Yes. Yeah, there was. What did we have? Three? Was it? We had three. We had the, yeah. the first one. Fair game dollar sign. Yeah. That was from Haven, who, like, you know, we don't care. Like, you know, Haven's got to prove itself still. We had the bungee game marathon. And then we had Spider-Man 2. And that was it. Oh, and the Grand Turismo movie, I guess. Uh, Concord. Concord as well with Firewalk. Oh, yeah. Is, so. Oh, OK. Yeah. But like, yeah, I know I expected more sony stuff when you watch a nintendo direct there are nintendo games that are mixed in with third-party games it was just so it was like bizarro world bizarro
0: yeah and i don't i don't know you know richard maybe you have a better idea in terms of vr space right some of those vr games are they going to be exclusive to playstation are they going to be on quest Who, who knows right but nothing seemed to be Telling us that right so who knows yeah it was just
2: overall disappointing this is a 7 out of 10 show for me resident evil 4 vr mode is i think right now exclusive because it it's not going to go anywhere else it's a yeah fair enough yeah
3: yeah um yeah i think well beat saber um meta owns them so that's a that's meta that's meta that's meta's um Studio. Meta owns
2: them. The- I didn't know that. That's yeah, they've recently
3: bought them a year or two ago. So now, when you like, I think when you buy a quest, a quest now, you get bet, you get, you practically get Beat Saber free, I believe. Um, Snaps. I don't think I've seen on the Quest Store Crossfire Sierra Squad. I think I have Arizona Sunshine. I haven't seen yet on there yet. Um, and then what's the Five Nights at Freddy's? I'm sure that's going to be on because the other one's on the Quest too. But,
2: uh, but unless I'm wrong, the PSVR2 is much more powerful than a quest as well so even if they're not exclusive the psvr2 is is pumping pixels so it's still going to be a better experience now there's other vr headsets that are much more expensive and ones Mm -hmm. that my kids will never get to own unless they buy it themselves (laughs) but that trampoline yeah the the value (laughs) of the psvr2 is really just the performance more than the exclusivity
3: Meta it has their own showcase on June 1st, so I would. A lot of people are rumor. There's a lot of rumors that they're going to unveil a new powerful headset. So that's 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 rumored, and I wouldn't be surprised we see Arizona Sunshine too because that is a very popular title within the Quest community. Um, so, All right, you're really digging it in there, Richard. Okay, Arizona Sunshine <laughs> is known. Okay, no, I've no. it's... Um... <laughs> I was I was so deeply disappointed. Like, there's no first party VR. Added title. To the notes. Yeah, yeah, definitely exactly. well
2: known game. There we go. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, it, it, there's no first party VR title, and that was uh, even even if they took w- what everyone considers like one of the best VR games, Astrobot, which is uh, which is stuck on the PSVR one. Even if they just yeah. brought that up to the PSVR two as a remaster,
2: mm-hmm. I think
3: you would. I think people would be so much. HBS. They would have been. They would have been happy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think we all agree that we wanted to see more Sony stuff. There was a lot of anticipation going in that there'd be more Sony stuff. I made a volleyball meme about PlayStation spiking the ball on Xbox here. And there were a lot of quality games that were shown. I will say that there's a big list of games here. I don't have the exact count, but it's like a lot of them. And they are all big titles. And a lot of them are PlayStation exclusives. And if you're into that stuff, into those games, then then fantastic. But we, if you would have taken this presentation and just mixed in maybe a, a sucker, like you said, a sucker punch game, a Santa Monica game, a little something, maybe a, a DLC to Ragnarok or whatever, and just mixed that in a little bit more. Maybe gave gave me some little more specific dates. Tell me yeah. when some of these games are coming out. Tell me when Spider-Man 2 is coming out. Maybe give me a price tag on the Project Q thing. I think that would have gone to help. But there was so much that was like 2023, 2024. And just a bunch of games that I'm like, okay, that looks fine, that looks okay, but nothing that has me hype. When this showcase yeah. was going to start, I had told people, I wish there was a game that had me hyped up for PlayStation. Because when I bought my PS5, I was hyped up for Forbidden West, and I wish there was a game that had hyped me up. And I was hoping to get out of the showcase a game that I am hyped for. And don't get me wrong, I'll get Spider Man too, but I come out of this showcase without any game that has me hyped up. I'm looking at my list. Here's my list I put together. Uh I will talk about it later. But the games that I was the most interested in in this showcase were Phantom Blade Zero. Just got my eyes out. Sword of the Sea, same thing, Cat Quest series. Really just this game made me want to play Cat Quest more than that particular game. Um Final Fantasy 16 maybe in the future, Revenant Hill and then Project Q and Spider-Man 2. But none of these have me hyped or excited the way a Nintendo Direct might get me going. So I I, I walk away. I walk away this one.
3: I think the last showcase had me really hyped.
2: Um, like super hyped. This one. The one from 2021, right?
3: Yeah. 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 That was a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, if there was no Spider-Man, just imagine. If there if Spider-Man just didn't show on this. Oh God. I, People people oh would gosh. be living. There would be fires in the streets.
2: People yeah. would be so mad. <laughs> I was thinking in my head if 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 we don't get anything here. I mean, this could be one of the worst directs, quote unquote, we've ever seen. And Spider-Man 2 luckily was there. But when that jungle scene came up and and me not knowing who these characters are. That was like, oh, my God, this is oh, it's nervous awful. there for a second, too. Why are we doing this? I don't understand. I And it's so easy because as fans, we understand what makes a good showcase. And you would think people who do this professionally would understand what makes a good showcase. And as much as I love PlayStation and I've had them all and whatever. I have never gotten excited about a state of play. Or anything. It just, they they never do a good job. And I remember that the last E3 they did, if you go back to it, they had some banger games on there. But at the time, nothing really excited me. Now I'm like a huge Last of Us fan and Ghost of Tsushima was great and all that. But like, how do you put this showcase out after two years? And seemingly with a backlog of information we don't know, because people don't know. They know Spider-Man's coming out and we've heard of Wolverine. And you just put that out and it's like, I still don't know. It's like, what have you been doing for two years? It's where, bizarre to me.
3: Where's that last of us factions? Like, where's that? Like that's yeah. People were really yeah. expecting that for sure. We have yeah.
2: A, we have a list of things. Hambone and I put together in November of last year of games. We're looking kind of forward ahead to silent Hill two. Where was that? Final fantasy seven rebirth. Where was that? Pragmata. That was from the first showcase that they did for PS five. Where's that? Like you said, telu fact, factions, Star Wars KOTOR remake. Where was that Wolverine? Where was that? Where? Like, I mean, you've told us about these games. We're not like hoping for sequels or whatever. We know they exist. And like not one of those, not one.
3: Yeah. From yeah. What so I've, weird. From what I read from other, you know, other PlayStation fans or blogs, everyone seems to be very disappointed in this. So I don't think it's that. That's good to hear. Like, at least I'm not the only one. Um, <laughs> yeah, It. it the only, I the only thing I wanted there's two things I wanted out of this one was spider-man I got it um second was a a PSVR game that's first that's first first party I didn't get that so that kind of sucked I can wait because I have a bunch of other games to play on the PSVR2 but still like I really wanted that bona fide mm. s- system seller of a, of a PSVR2 and I can tell you why called the Mountain is not not that <laughs> later Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I definitely want to hear about that one.
2: Yeah. Uh, Hambone, what do you got for us? Yeah, I mean,
0: gosh, man. Uh, I, I think overall, right, uh, Phantom Blade, right, I'm with you, S- S- Sword of the Sea, I'm there, Plucky Squire, um, the Towers of Agashaba, Ag- 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 <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know where I'm, you get that from. I'm going to check that one out, too um and and, you know assassin's creed final fantasy yeah spider-man sure um i I was just where are the playstation games where are they
3: tell us what they they are please yeah yeah most of the ones you mentioned are on xbox too yes yeah Xbox which is
0: fine it's fine i mean uh, playstation is my preferred you know console to play you know um these big big budget games and whatnot but um yeah i i just think it's another case of folks uh having a lot of expectations and when you when you hear a showcase and not just some blog post like playstation has been uh you know communicating to to us in the last couple years you you just have a higher bar
2: that, that i think you set and and i think it was just missed and when you look back at the ps4 library it's just loaded with bangers after banger after banger and it's like We've got some good games on PS5, but I swear they all came out the first year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, like, <laughs> I don't know. They, they yeah. had a great launch, PS5, right? There were some good Miles yeah. Morales, Sackboy, and um, uh, uh, Demon right? Souls. Demon's Souls Remake. Like, that was a pretty good launch. Launches these days are usually not that great. They might have one title. They had a pretty good launch. And
3: now it's like, hell, okay. even uh, Astro's Playroom. That was pretty fun to kind of get you used oh, to. Yeah. To used yeah. to the controls, it's one of the best games, know. and we get, we eventually got returnal
2: and then uh you know, but like where's the games? where's the horizon uh zero dawn remake that we're hearing about? Not that we're super excited to like buy it again, but you know it's just weird, it's just weird, strange agreed
3: yeah All they right, really okay so- oh, I, I I would say they really relied on third party on this, like they really if there was if the, if it was just a first party showing, this would have been like a 10-15 minute. Showcase. Yeah, only only one first party
2: game footage that we saw. Right. I think I have that right. I think you're right. Everything. Everything else was just a cutscene. So, OK, um, more to watch, I guess. All right. Biggest surprise of the show. Uh, mine is press square for miles.
0: <laughs> Love and it.
2: Project Q, I. I think there was some rumors about it, but I haven't been keyed in. But that was kind of cool yeah. to see. Yeah.
0: Yeah. De- definitely, I, I'd say getting an actual date for Assassin's Creed Mirage. There's a lot of chatter that it might get pushed to 2024. You don't know what have you. I was oh. excited for that game. So, so to see that it's coming this year in October, where at least as of right now, who knows when Spider Man's going to drop? I don't really have much else to play in October. I'm I'm excited for that. So,
2: that's where I'm at. Interesting. Five days before *Ellen Wake* two, I have a feeling *Spider-Man* two might be like September. I don't or or November. I I don't know. if There's a lot of games coming out in October. I don't know if they want to deal with that. How about
0: you, Richard? What was your biggest surprise here?
3: That we're about to we're about to *Arizona see,
2: Sunshine* two. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, I, I honestly I've never even played that game. <laughs> Bobo, I just know it's ve- come on. <laughs> I, I just know it's very popular. Um, <laughs> no, my 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 thing is was a, a very pissed off Peter Parker in Spider-Man 2. He had an attitude problem. And that was that was <laughs> fun to see.
2: Yeah. I had I had trouble parsing out Hambo, and you played recently. Is that the, mm-hmm. it was the same voice acting and all that? Because I, I had trouble.
0: Yes, they changed the.
2: They changed the model of Spider-Man for PS5. I don't think I played that version, but I don't know. I was like, I was having trouble pulling the Peter Parker character out. Miles Morales. I was like, that's Miles. I remember Miles. Mm -hmm. It was a little weird. I just, I don't know.
3: It really felt like this. Yeah. It really what we saw of 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 the character today was like that. That symbiote was really like taking over him, and that was really cool to see.
2: Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. All right, let's move on, and uh, you know, PlayStation Dads. This seems to be a like a, a biannual show. <laughs> uh, let's talk about what we've been playing. This is Spider-Man music. I like it. We have not been playing Spider-Man 2, that's for sure. Nope. All right. Who wants to kick us off? Hambone Johnny, let's start with you. We're going to yes, have sir. some overlap on this. But yes. what are some of the, the games you want to talk about that you played on PlayStation since the last time we chatted back in November of 2022? I have been on such a PlayStation kick since the last
0: time we talked to John. <laughs> and, and you you know that I've been, been showing you all my platinums and screenshots and, and talking about every every PlayStation game under the sun. But yes, I, I have pulled down my list to a, a series of five games and certainly will chime in on, on some repeats that you guys have on your list here. But the first one I wanted to bring up was Hogwarts Legacy. This game, I freaking loved it. At the time, I played it. Definitely my game of the year. Uh, I made my, my my nice little ginger boy. He was running around the school solving all <laughs> what, these what problems.
2: Was no, what was his name? Oh, <laughs> It I don't remember the best name. Your kid I named him. Oh, God. It was like Chuck Johnson or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it was something like
0: very like <laughs> generic. Yeah. It, it was like, I want to name him like Oliver. Like, I'm going to look it up. I'll whatever. find it for you. Yeah, while you find it for it. me because it was it was funny. Um, yeah. So I had my son do the creative character with me. And he's like, yes, yes, you should. You should name him this. And then I was like, all right. I was expecting him to be something like, you know, some sort of poop joke or whatever. But he went he went all serious.
2: Um, Greg Johnson.
0: Yes, Greg Johnson. Greg Johnson <laughs> solved all the problems of <laughs> Hogwarts. <laughs> he was revelling his face off. <laughs> I, I, this was one of my plats this year. I could not stop playing it. I did all those Dan Merlin trials. I thought some of them were pretty good. Um, you know, I think this game definitely has its flaws thinking thinking back on it. But um, definitely is the best Harry Potter themed game um, that I've I've played and there's been a bunch of them, um, yeah. It was just an overall great Easily. great time. I I, I definitely would recommend this to anybody who's a fan of open world and and is okay with with Harry Potter.
2: So this this was on my list and uh, I I w- I was gonna wait a little bit more for a deeper sale, but uh, Hambone was gonna play it and I was like, all right, I'm in. And uh, this will very famously always remind me of this is the game I played when I went blind. This was the, the game, game that I think I was straining my eyes because I would sometimes be at my work laptop and trying to just a hundred percent the thing, looking at my screen at a distance. And that's when I had my eye issues for about uh, a few weeks. Um, and, and I can't even look at this game again. It's just like I have really bad memories, but When I played it, I said, this is so far the game of the year, right? This game came out, I think, in February whatever. So far (laughs) the game of the year since I've played Tears of the Kingdom. This is so far the one time game of the year that I just barely remember anymore because Tears of the Kingdom has (laughs) so engrossed my life and made every other game that I played completely stupid and worthless to me. But uh, yeah, it's probably still my number two game of the year. Wait, like here's one. And then two was like, on wait, wait down there. Yeah, yeah. It, it was awesome. But you but know, it was I good. wish I
0: had a little bit of a better story. I, I did hear that some data mm-hmm. miners um, uncovered that there was potentially a uh, morality system in the game, which I think would have been an interesting um, aspect to it. But alas, it was just you can kill everybody that you wanted to and there's no penalty for it. I, I do like John mm-hmm. how you took a different tact than I did. I, I did not learn any unforgivable curses. I played clean. Greg Johnson, he's on the straight and narrow, man. You you can The
2: curses were so much fun. They just insta-killed trolls. It was like yeah. psh, it was so great. At the end of the
0: game, I was so overpowered. It was I didn't really have any issues with that. But yeah, every time you sent me a video of you one shotting a troll, I was like, Yeah, that seems pretty freaking fun.
2: Yeah.
0: So yeah. So that was that was a good time. The next game on my list is uh, Horizon Burning Shores. Um, awesome DLC. I'm not usually a, a big DLC guy, but um, I, I did really love Forbidden West last year. This was one I had on my list. It, it just, the timing hit perfect. I had a kind of a gap there. Um, I really liked the character development in this one with with Aloy. Um, you know, I think she's really grown over the last two games and kind of taking her and, and giving her a, a more personal relationship angle um, which I, I think has been a little bit lacking um in her character and i think rightfully so right she, she's been an outcast you know and finally coming into society and now she's got this big world ending problem to solve for her to kind of build a relation a one-on-one relationship with another individual i thought was really interesting i know some people have talked smack about that but i i, I really liked it um I did do the the classic thing where I come back to a game and I kind of just totally forget the controls. So I think I played half of this oh game gosh. without remembering that you can do like the focus, the slow time thing. Yep. And when I when when I remembered, I I you could do that. I was like, "Oh my god, like <laughs> these <laughs> these fights are so much easier now. Like what was I doing?" But I did the um, same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah, no. I I absolutely loved it. I, I did not get all the trophies in this one. There was a couple sets of collectibles that were just a little bit too obtuse for me, but I did do all the side stories um you know i played it to completion i thought that boss battle with the um uh, it's in the yeah trailer, so it's not it's not a um, that was a not great a spoiler, a final boss yeah i thought that was really really cool very cinematic the uh the water wing where you can fly and then go underwater i thought that was really neat um great use of the dual sense you know horizon
2: continues to be a quality franchise really fighting a gigantic boss and then getting inside the freaking thing it's like here we go now i'm in you you know um i i i liked burning shores i had the same problem as you it's just it had been a long time and i 100 percented forbidden west i mean i did everything and coming back to it was really hard just like just like you said and i kind of just mostly mainlined it i i do want to go back and play it a little bit more i didn't really i didn't really love it i just i don't know if it was just the lack of really understanding the controls I spent just trying to understand the skill trees. I would get skill points and I'm like, I don't want to spend these because I don't even know how to do any of these things. It's just adding controls. Yeah, but it was very good. I love that. It's in a standalone place. Uh, I love the final boss battle. I love the, the relationship that Aloy was having. She was like, she had this like nervous energy. And it reminded me of like high school where she's like, I have to go meet. What was the girl's name? I can't remember her name. Seika. 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 And he's like, she's like, oh, Seika wants to meet me where we met. And she could like, you could feel like the butterflies in her stomach. It was just great voice acting and everything. Yes. And it was like, I'm really nervous. Like, oh, my God, is she like me or anything? Um, <laughs> but I think if I would have played it a month or two after I finished Forbidden West, I would have enjoyed it more. Sure. But I still want to go back That's to fair. it and try to finish some more stuff out of it. Yes, yeah, so that was good. Um, my game of the year so
0: far. Uh, has not yet been dethroned by tears of the kingdom to be perfectly what? honest with you.
2: It's Jedi Jedi Survivor. How do I mute Hambone? Yeah, that? sorry buddy. You're, um, you're going to Koos Land. Yes. I'm with him. <laughs> I, I
0: I thought Fallen Alder was really great. Fallen Order um I had tried originally on Game Pass when I first got my Xbox a few years ago. Um, finally got around to it. I I played it. I, I actually bought it I think the month before it came out mm-hmm. on uh, oh. uh on PS plus um, so I played it around like the Christmas time, really liked it. It clicked with me. I had the time to play it, thought it was really cool. I think Cal Kestis is a great character in the Star Wars universe. Uh, it was really interesting to see what they did. And I know this is a new game, so I don't spoil too much, but what they did with sort of his, his arc and, and how he's kind of grappling with morality in, in some ways mm-hmm. and how he almost loses control a little bit. And, um, I think the the story in this one was was amazing. Um John, this game kind of has shrines, dude. It kind of has I, shrines. I, I've heard that recently. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yep. I, I think um, you know, everything you liked from Fallen Order is just taken up a notch. This one did feel a little bit less souls like um to me. and and I wouldn't say it's more hack and slash, but it it didn't feel as punishing as the first one for whatever reason. Yep. Um, maybe that was intentional. Right, you know, Cal is more of a, a seasoned Jedi at, at this point in time, so so maybe that's playing into it. Um, but they had the different stances, which I thought was really cool. So they start you off um, with the uh, single blade uh, and the dual blade, but they quickly introduce the um, uh, the dual wield. So you get two blade? single lightsabers, blade or a saber. All right, okay. Um, so it's like the Darth, Ma- Darth Maul style. Um, okay. you can you can do that. It's more of a defensive move. Then you break it apart, you get the two sabers. You get the um uh a gun stance, a blaster stance, which is interesting. So single-handed with a blaster in the other hand, it's almost like uh Bloodborne-esque in, in some ways. And then um my favorite was the cross guard, so like the Kylo Ren style. Uh super slow, but hit like a truck. Um, so this game was was really awesome. Another, another plat for the year. Uh put one in the <laughs> bank there. Uh <laughs> but yeah man i, I love this game I, I think um story was great exploration was pretty good i think that's maybe where i knock it a little bit one of the planets was a little little much Jeddah. i'm I'm talking about richard i don't know if you remember mm-hmm. that one the desert yeah. one it's kind of a little yeah. Much.
2: yeah um
0: but i think all the little extra like the shrines and the puzzles i think were really well thought out uh and overall was was a freaking awesome game richard um, what
2: did you think about this
0: one yeah
3: I say I I echo everything. Uh that right now is my game of the year. I've played I wow. now I'm only ten, I'm only ten hours into in the in Tears of the Kingdom. It's been a slow start for me, but the story in Jedi Survivor is absolutely amazing. It is it's one it's one of the better Star Wars stories in all of in all of cinema so far, I think. Better better than
0: any of the recent trilogy.
3: Yes. I it had it had, it had so many cool, awesome twists in the in the story. That's I really I cool. was My, I can't, I shouted at my, my, uh, at my TV. No fucking way. Like, like
0: it was just, it was amazing. John, you like to cry, man. Um, this is, this is one of the games that it might actually make you shed a tear. So if you want to put that on your list. Yeah. I might play it in
2: the future. I definitely just want to play it like right away.
0: Yeah. It'll go on sale. That's, Mm -hmm. that's the one thing that always kills me when, when I see these EA games, I'm like, am I really going to pay full price for this? When I know if I wait like like two months, uh, (laughs) I'll get it for like 20 bucks off. But it was worth it. It was definitely yeah. worth it to me. Yeah, yeah. I upgraded
2: to a uh, Game Pass Ultimate to play this on EA Play. Oh, if I remember right, and uh, I, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Fallen Order. I, I played it to completion, and it made me kind of hate it by the end because it you just you got to grind through the end of there. But um, I would if I played this one, I'd probably just I will enjoy it.
0: The the map isn't perfect mm. um, in this mm-hmm. one, but it is way better. Fast travel. Um, Better marker system. Yeah. Um, a call order was, I, I think, geez. it gives you a collectible count, like how many are left here and there or whatever. So, um, definitely improved over fallen order. So,
3: that was, I do cool. like how I remember in fallen order, like when you get somewhere, you're like always sliding down like a hill, like he's always sliding. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and when we when, when start playing Jedi Survivors, like. Wow, it's nice to know like this guy, like this guy's not sliding everywhere he used to be. So,
2: (laughs) who designed these planets?
3: (laughs) A lot of slides, man. Yeah. So, yeah, amazing.
0: Uh, Next one on my list here is MLB The Show 23. I uh, freaking loved this game. This was super fun. I haven't played an MLB game since 2011, 2012. Uh, So, it's been quite some time for me. Um, I, I just had to, I had the baseball itch. Um, and I didn't want to pick up Super Mega again. Um, I played a bunch, out. bunch of the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, played a bunch of that game too, but um, MLB the show was super cool. I, I loved all the different game modes. Uh, what it did with the Negro leagues and, and do, giving some his, history and 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 sort of backstory to some of that was really interesting. Uh, it was a nice little change of pace, so basically, it would tell you something about you know, Jackie Robinson, and it would be like, all right, well, here's a scenario. You need to steal two bases in this game, and it would put you in different scenarios, uh, and then it would give you like a, a minute and a half to two-minute vignette about Jackie Robinson's story. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so so there was like eight or, eight or nine different ones of those. Um Cool game modes, Uh, you know, I I played all of them, March to October, I think is a great idea. I don't know how long that's been around, but um, basically what it does is you you pick a team um, and then it puts you into various pivotal situations. So you you might be, you know, eighth inning, uh, down two runs, runner on second and third, win the game, for instance, or, you know, hey, uh, complete this no hitter or what have you. Yes. So it's, it's, it's really cool. Um, And, uh, you know, based off of how you, you do in that scenario, it'll either fill up your hot or cold meter. So if you, if you uh, achieve the goal, it'll fill up your hot meter. And if you do really well, it'll fill it up a lot. And then basically that will um, determine how the rest of the, of the games in the next series are kind of simulated. So you do good. You're going to win the next couple of games. You do bad. You'll lose a couple of games. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was just, just really, awesome. I thought that was super cool. And the diamond dynasty is, is the mode that I think most people play. It's the card collecting one. Mm. Um, there's just so much, so much to it. And, you know, I think it's, it's a live service type of model. Um, so every 45 or 50 days, there's a new season, a new set of cards and what have you. So, um, I know hardcore baseball fans really, really enjoy that. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. I've kind of, I burnt myself out on it. I've, Played 93 hours of this game in like wow. a month.
1: Um, wow. I could
0: not, I could not put it down. This was sort of my go-to game for uh for, for like the month of uh March or so. So really really awesome. Last game, guys. I need to inform you on <laughs> one of the all those games I said before are great. Jedi Survivor, amazing game, game of the year for me. Hogwarts Legacy, stunning. Greg Johnson, champion. Guys, do you know about Fashion Police Squad?
1: If you don't,
0: look up this trailer. It is a first person shooter in the style of like an old school Doom. Um, but you are a fashion policeman. So your guns oh. are all uh, based off of like sewing kits and stuff. You have a belt of justice that you can whip people with. And your enemies are all um, like fashion faux pas. So like oversized suit, man. <laughs> and you have to shoot. <laughs> you have to shoot at him and you fix it, fix his suit. And then after you you defeat him, he's there's all these catchphrases like snazzy or like fabulous. And it's just hilarious. I, I cannot get enough of it. Um, socks with sandals, man. Uh, Karen in a <laughs> potato sack. Uh, just totally over the top, stupid game, but like, what a freaking great time. If you want, if you want to laugh, I, I would not recommend buying this game for 20 bucks. Um, but if you catch on at steep sale, like what <gasps> fantastic a fantastic game. Don't pay $20. Is that not nah? It, this is a change of pace type of game. Obviously it's not this big, massive sprawling open world. It's old school style. So it's level based and whatever. And you know, <laughs> if you play it in 20 to 30 minute chunks, if you just need a, something different, uh breath of fresh air from from tears of the kingdom or whatever um this is a great game to just consider so uh if nothing else just go watch the trailer and and, and laugh for two minutes because it's really freaking
2: funny i want so i want one of our listeners to play this game Someone i have heard it. of this yeah it, it, okay. i think it was a pc pc game that came
0: out i think last year came to consoles earlier this year so
2: yeah what does it cost right now is it on sale
0: I think I paid thirteen bucks for it when I when I picked it up, so it was oh, on like
2: forty yes. percent. Twenty dollars right now, you can get it for twenty dollars. If you want to be fabulous, this is the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All
0: right. Who's up next?
3: Uh, Richard, why don't you uh, give it a go? Sure. All right. So um, got around playing Ghostwire Tokyo uh, this this year uh, since it was on PS Plus. Wanted to play it. Looked pretty cool. Love the love the antagonist in the mask um that sold me so i went in and played it first person shooter um it you know it's by was it the arcane team i believe um or the bethesda, or you know it's under bethesda so yeah um, not sh- not a first person shooter but more first person magic shooter because you sh- you, sh- you shoot like elements like water wind fire and you do spirits and you you defeat these spirits that are very well well, edre- well dressed. Maybe they're from the fashion police squad, um, but these demons are very, yeah, they're very well dressed. But uh, but you, you go around and in in, 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 um, in a Japanese city, just c- capturing spirits and also defeating demons, um, trying to save your sister from the antagonist. It, it, was, it was it was a pretty fun game. It was very Japanese animation story like, but I I was I was on for the ride. Loved it. Really recommend it if you, if you ever um, want to play like a first-person shooter that doesn't really involve guns, that involves, like, magic. It um, is uh, made by Tango Gameworks, which is the Tango, company that
2: made Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush, Rush.
3: yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Uh, Arcane was um, Deathloop. Yep, yeah. yeah. Infamous Second Son. Never, um, was always on my to-do list to play when I got a PS4 back in the day. Um, got Finally got around to playing it. Had nothing else to do in January played it absolutely loved it, it kind of started out kind of slow but once you got actually get into the, the city of Seattle um, it really takes off and it's a really you know really really fun uh, third-person game going around and you know you get, gathering new powers and everything the the story was pretty fun so that that I would really enjoy that one I was hoping maybe we see something like that whispered at the showcase yeah. um, for a sequel to that uh, did you get G- around yeah, sorry. I oh, was go gonna ahead.
0: just ask did you did you get around to playing um, First Light, infamous for the the
3: the um, not expansion but like the DLC or standalone I was, DLC? I was I was ready to bite on it, but I think um, I think Chia was about to come out, and I and so I was like, oh, I want I, want, I really want to play Chia. Um, Backburner so that one. It's it's really good. It's really yeah, I liked it's, it more it's than about Second Sun. Oh about wow, the, uh, f- f- it's about Fetch,
0: and it's yeah. much shorter, bite size. Yeah, you, you can beat yeah, that yeah, in a weekend.
3: Oh, OK, cool. Yeah, because her backstory was very interesting. So I was I was wanting to very know cool. a
2: little bit more about backstory. She's you're- a better char- she's a better character than uh, Delsum.
3: Hambone, oh, you're good.
2: done in a weekend is not a unit of time that's measurable by other mortals. <laughs> John, I don't think you can talk, man.
0: How many hours do you have in Tears of the King? <laughs> a lot of hours, but that's a different uh, story. First light, I think, is under six hours if you just mainline it. Yeah, I looked it up.
3: It was pretty. I looked it up to see, to gauge it. And it it was pretty short. I do like at the end of, during the credits of Second Son, they play, um, they had a really nice cover of In Bloom by Nirvana. Um, Yes, they did. Yeah, that was was pretty cool. Um, Chia was absolutely fun. I absolutely loved it. You know, it's one of those uh, open box, sandbox games you go around island. I loved how it was just, you know, very, very wholesome. Um, Had a little bit of dark mopeds in the game. It did. It especially um, she, I was I was very surprised she also um, at one point um, gave the gave the finger to someone I thought that was pretty funny. whoa <laughs> yeah. yes yeah uh, So yeah that, that was I really really enjoyed the game. I, I, I really hope they get a chance to make a sequel because I think there's there was a lot I think there's a lot of improvement a lot of um, a lot of stuff they can add to a sequel to that game. I would really like to see the next part of that story even though <laughs> they kind of ended it. Where there's no sequel, but I'm sure they could probably add
0: they a could they to could w- wiggle one in there. I really liked how you can climb the top of a tree and kind of like slingshot you.
3: That I thought that was super cool- fun. Yeah, that yeah. was very that was very creative for kind of getting around faster. I really yeah. like that. If you can make a detective Pikachu 2, you can make a sequel to anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we already talked about uh, Jedi Survivor, Game of the Year, amazing once again, and it's really just that story. That story was crazy good. Horizon call the mountain. Well, let me. uh, Horizon. So yeah, Horizon. I'll I'll do the VR section. got the PSVR two finally a couple weeks ago. um, Actually, the same day as Tears of the Kingdom. And uh, what do you know? I chose to play. Oh, that was
2: you! Oh my god. Okay.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I chose to play the PSVR two instead of opening Tears of the Kingdom. Um, Crazy. So I did play Call of the Mountain. I I played for actually I played for a bit in West for the first time earlier um in December and January. Loved it, absolutely loved it. Finally got around to it, loved it. So I wanted to play Call of the Mountain before I went to Brogan Shores because I I just wanted to play the 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 order they came out. Um this is definitely a tech demo for VR to get you used to it. However, um I'm I think I'm already halfway through it. It's not it's not that long. Um it's beautiful. That's the only. That's the best thing that's going for it. It's an absolutely beautiful, stunning visual. It's, it's by the best looking VR game I played. Um, but the controls is are kind of janky, and that's kind of disappointing because you would think. So you know, you have your controllers in your hands, and you hold them, and usually you see your hands. But and you, when you grab something, you know, you see it grab. But when you do this a lot in the game, it's like your, your hands are like wigging out and you don't know what's going on. So and that's I feel like that's like VR 101. That should be like an easy thing that you're kind of smoothing out. So that was very disappointing. When you're holding something, it, it kind of jitters in your hand. So there's a little bit of minor bugs like that. Uh, but once again, um, but once you get past that, it's very on rails, you know. They don't let you explore, which is fine. I'm okay with that. When it comes to a VR game, I don't need to. I, you know, you're not spending a lot of time in there to go explore and do all that stuff. So I'm fine, kind of being on rails and being kind of uh, enclosed. I'm going where I need to be. That's totally. That's totally fine. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just kind of buggy. Where I I would, I would assume at this point VR games has those already kind of flushed out in your game. So that so. Um, you you do meet Aloy, so Aloy because you're not playing Aloy, you meet up with her and you see her and you actually you know when you stand and play the game, you, you sit and stand. I, I usually I, when those kind of games, I usually stand and play them, and you actually like you actually like, kind of like see her, and so like she's like I want to say like five five. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that that was pretty cool, and they actually say you um, you you meet what you, you meet up with her, and then um, she shows you how to climb, and then after that. Uh, you talk to somebody else, and you ask, "Hey, where did that where did that girl Aloy go? Where did that woman Aloy go?" And she goes, "Oh, she had to go to the Burning Shores to go. She was on a on a, uh, a mission." So they do oh, cool. kind of attach it, yeah. Nice. Her. Um, played Humanity. Uh, played it only in VR, even though it's for VR, non VR. Um, really fun puzzle game. Uh, I would highly recommend playing it. It's really I I. It's like Lemmings and Toad uh, tr- Toad Treasure Tracker. If I had to combine two games, it was kind of like that. So it, it was really, really fun. I would highly recommend playing that. Kayak VR was really fun. Um, the it, well, that's probably the second best looking game on the on the on the VR so far. Um, it's just it looks so photorealistic, and and it's funny to watch. I watch my wife kayak, and so it's like you actually have to do the motions and everything while you just kayak. Yeah, you just kayak, but you have, but you kind of. Um, you can race people online. There is that option if you want to do that. <laughs> um, really? Well, now that you're now you're talking like racing that, kayak. There is. You can go to Antarctica. You can go to Australia. You can go to Costa Rica. You can go to Norway. That's cool. And I think the hardest, and then I think Antarctica and Norway are, are the hardest locations because of the because of the waves being so rapid um, and so big. So you have to do a lot more paddling to get going. But if you're at like Australia, I think Costa Rica is the easiest because it's very it's very beach-like, so it's easy to paddle. There's jungle and beach. You can also change from night day night or day, so those are cool options as well. Um, It was twenty bucks. I thought that was kind of expensive, I guess. But like the price of a kayak. (laughs) (laughs) Spend your money on fashion police. (laughs) (laughs) But but it it was it's fun. it's fun to see, like you know, in a three hundred sixty degree angle. You know, you can see, you know, you can see, like your are outside. C cool. um, Smash VRS played the demo of that. That's by Sega. Um, it's coming out next month. I'm really excited for this one. That it's kind of like um, bad uh, badminton in a way, or not badminton, uh, racquetball. It's kind of like racquetball. Oh, um, cool! At least the d- demo is. I think when it finally comes out, you'll be able to challenge people and play like that. It's very futuristic, space like with a uh, playing tennis. It was it was very fun. Um, so yeah, those are the one. Those are the kind of standouts on PSVR so far. Um, and then the one game I've carried over and continue to play from last year that came out since release is Ghostbusters: Spirits Unleashed. Um very fun game. If you're a fan of first person shooters and looking something to, other than shooting a gun and you want to capture ghost, which I love doing for some odd reason. Um so yeah, Ghostbusters has always it's been really fun. They've been kind of putting new updates, um, new new additions to it, uh, new cosmetics. So it's always fun to go in there and, and grab them. So that was interesting. I can't believe kayak.
2: I I think we spent two minutes on kayak VR that kayaking like, this is what vr has come to kayaking i've heard i've you, heard good things about it i mean you could have you, been playing arizona sunshine
3: <laughs> you, 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 this, that, <laughs> that was probably the system seller Robo. for me was the kayak game Robo i was like oh like, kayak i want to get that let me i want the psvr to play kayak <laughs> they should have a vr
2: game that's like you know the you know the, the rowing competitions the olympics where you have like you know yeah. 12 on a team you just go online with randos and just row I think that'd be pretty fun, yeah. It'd be amazing. Team building. <laughs> <laughs> My list is pretty short. I've played a lot on the PlayStation. I think of a couple of really big games, but uh, you guys have kind of talked about um, some of them. So, Burning Shores and, and Hogwarts Legacy um, both had a good time with. The the two that I'll talk about is Kena, Bridge of Spirits. This is a game that was the big PlayStation exclusive. It's very pretty. I heard some iffy things when it first came out. I didn't have a PlayStation at the time, and it was just one of those games I felt like I just needed to play. I was just like if I'm going to have a PlayStation I need to play. And it came to PS Plus, and I was like, all right, now I need to play it. I can play it for free. And so we did. And I have to say that in the beginning, it's a, it's a pretty game, but In the beginning, I was always lost. I kept Mm -hmm. not knowing what to do. And they make you find these these little little dudes that are called rot. Mm -hmm. Weird name for them. Weird name. Whatever. It it felt like it's something I shouldn't have. But it was like, no, it's something you need to find. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's just these little guys. They're like, yay, big. And they smile at you, whatever. And at first it's like, oh, that's kind of adorable. It almost felt like it was trying to be too adorable. But you had to go find like five of them or whatever. And I was like, where do I go? Like there was nothing hinting me as to where to go. And you're in this jungle or forest. And it's like, I don't know, everything kind of looked similar. And I don't know, it wasn't the best first impressions over time. Mm. The game got a little bit better. The battle system is pretty. It was pretty straightforward early on light attack, big attack. And it was like, OK, it wasn't terrible. I don't like having very complicated battle systems, honestly. It started to grow on me a little bit. But still, like throughout the game, I was constantly feeling lost. And I it also the game felt kind of stiff, especially with the environments. You would see this like driftwood or whatever. You try to jump on it and you just kind of like slide yeah, and then slide hit the up. invisible wall. And then you're yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, so it just it wasn't the great and then every time you found the rot, you have to watch this stupid animation of a stupid fucking rot smiling at you. And there was like <laughs> six different animations. And by the time you find like 35 or 40 of these things, and you've seen so many little repeat animations, it just gets bland. I don't know. It's hard to see them. Like there's times I picked one up almost by accident. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just had some little issues here and there. As the game got on, it got more and more ruthlessly hard. And I think I just wasn't Loving the game, I was liking the game, but I wasn't loving the game. So I started throttling down the difficulty. I do that with the streaming games. If I don't own the game, I don't feel a responsibility to myself. So I I I brought it down one level of difficulty, and then eventually by the end, I was like on total story mode. So I I beat the final boss way faster than Hambone did. <laughs> um, and but whatever, I just felt like it was a guy kind of a little repetitive, as most games are these days. Didn't love it but I liked it for you know, mm-hmm. a good deal of time, so it was okay. The other game is Ghost of Tsushima. This okay. is the game that Hambone has just pestered me to play every day. I can't even sleep two in the morning. Guys text in me, did you play Ghost of Tsushima yet? It's like, <laughs> Hambone. And uh, yeah, it just one day it was on PS Plus. could play it for free, and I just decided to give it a try. I loved it. It was great. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, had, had a, First of all, beautiful setting. Um, and I hate saying these things. It's like if you if you're a PlayStation fan listening to this, you're like, wow, you're just now playing Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, I just now played Ghost of Tsushima. Beautiful setting. I love the fall atmosphere. I love the story. And I really liked the way they had these sort of storylines going on where it's like you do a side quest, but then there's like a part two, a part three, part four. Yes. And sometimes they ran maybe a little bit too long. Eight parts of a, a mm-hmm. story is like, OK, I think you could have weeded that out a little bit. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I tried to like do everything and 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 click all the dots. And I did. I, I kind of did everything I could in the game. I didn't plot it or anything like that. But I did everything I could in the game. Did all the questing. The story was great. Lots of little plot beats that were really good. I had a really hard time the first time in the game when you have one of those. What do they call them? But like the real battles where you meet up with somebody and it's it like, like a a, duel. Show, like a
0: showdown or a duel. yeah, or like that. yeah. Right.
2: that yeah, first cool. one. I might have spent about an hour and a half to win that first one. I didn't quite understand what I needed to be doing. My attacks were a little bland, and it's one of those games I do this all the time. In games where you have to parry, I oftentimes parry all the time, instead of just guard. And so I think this was the game that that had. But like I oftentimes I forget to just guard with my sword. I'm always trying to like time a parry every Mm -hmm. single time I'm defending. And then once I won that battle, I got I felt like amazing after I (laughs) I beat the friggin thing after like 90 minutes, I had a lot more success. It got easier and easier as the showdowns, which I think the showdowns were getting harder. But I by that point, I was much better at it. And using like the stances and that sort of thing, which were a little weird to me. I didn't like adjusting stances all the time. I just want to play, but I understand it. It gave more uh, variety to the to the battling. But sometimes my biggest complaint is, you know, I'm trying to be like a skilled parry guy or whatever. And you get into a battle and there's like six dudes all running at you. And all strategy goes out the window. You're just kiting around, (laughs) running, 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 trying to knock somebody and. It's like, let me fight one guy at a time. Like, this is the kind of battle system it should be. It should be like a movie, right? When there's like a big gang after you, but they all mm. just take turns. So that yeah. was a little frustrating. You know, you have to stealth and try to kill. But once they're alerted, it's like, forget it. It's mayhem. But I really enjoyed it. I did not play the DLC because by the time I got to the point where I could play the DLC, I was just so burnt out on the game. I did yeah. every quest and I was like, I'm done. And I. I could see myself going back to the DLC. I heard the DLC is very good. It is very good. I just feel like it's going to be a Horizon Forbidden West thing. By the time I get back to it, I will have forgotten how to play and it'll all be out of me. And so I probably won't go to the DLC, but it's fine. I got to play for free with my PS Plus Extra subscription. So really enjoyed it. If you've never played Ghost of Tsushima, definitely recommend it. And as someone who has tried now twice to play through Sekiro, <laughs> the second time I played through Sekiro, I'll talk about it a little here. The second time recently, I tried to play through Sekiro, I got to the Guardian Ape, and I just can't beat the Guardian Ape. I can't lower the difficulty. I don't know anybody who's near nearby me that can beat Sekiro for me. My my nephew is loves from software games and has beaten Sekiro, uh, but he lives in New York, so maybe like I'll bring my PlayStation the next time I'm there. But uh, I can't beat the Guardian Ape, so I'm kind of stuck in Sekiro again. But Ghost of Tsushima is much more forgiving and it has yes. difficulty levels. I played it on normal, but even at normal, just way more forgiving. So it's just way more fun. I would definitely mm-hmm. recommend Ghost of Tsushima over uh, Sekiro. Better story, better everything. Great game. Some of those story beats, man. I mean, was, know, they were impactful, right? There are yeah. some yeah. nuts one that I, I there, described there one to ones. Michelle and she's like, oh, sounds like a great game. And I go, well, yeah, it really is good. But that is, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. So so, so, uh, yeah, but enjoying my PlayStation. I'm going to be playing Lake next. A game that I have insulted for as long as I can remember since I played it on Game Pass is one of the most boring games I've ever seen in my life, but I am going to play it because it is on PS Plus Extra now, and I am just going to play through it and see if my opinion changes of it. (laughs) That's what's next for me. Very nice. Cool. All right. So have you beaten Tears of the Kingdom? I, I did. I rolled credits on tears of the kingdom. I'm Shit. still playing it. I'm at 99 shrines. I need to do. I need to do one more tonight. I, I'm not going to bed till I get number 100. In. Damn. Uh, I'm still playing it. I can definitely feel myself like I'll, I'll sit there and I'll pick it up and I'll be like, well, what do I want to do today? And I'm just like, Sigh. I could do this side quest, but I don't really know. I can go in the depths and just try to unlock more of the map, which has been kind of fun. But like, I'm not in the mood. So it's it's going to go. It's going to become a game where I play it from time to time, but not like obsessively at all. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to move on to to something else. But uh, that tears of the kingdom by far game of the year ready. There's nothing else that's going to to beat that. It's it's my my new favorite game of all time. So and you know what it's dethroned. So that tells you how good tears of the kingdom was. Wow. Very nice. Um, and by the way, I recorded the last 30 seconds. I did a 30 second clip of the, the last 30 seconds of that game as it fades to black. I've looped it like 50 times. Trust me, when you oh, when wow. you get there, Very cool. make sure you make sure you hit beep, save it. Oh, wow. So, all right. So that's what we've been playing. Let's wrap this up, folks. It's been it's been a while, even without Kuz, My God, if Kuz was here, we'd still. Know. I know, right? Uh, but last question for everybody. Now that the showcase is over. What are you guys looking for the rest of 2023? What are the games, showcase or not, that have you hyped up for 2023? Let's start with you,
3: Richard. Uh, well, first and foremost, Which Spider-Man. Sp- Spider-Man 2. Uh, that's going to be it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be look- on the lookout to see if they do announce any PSVR 2 First party titles. Um, there, there has to be more coming down the pipeline that that they haven't announced yet. They have, there has to be uh, that, and I think Armor Core. I love, I, 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 like that. I like the idea of mechs, so um, I, you know, I like to check that one out. Um, Is there a release date uh, for that? I think
0: August. Okay, they say a date. I know it was twenty twenty three. I don't know if there's an
3: actual date yet. Yeah, I think it was August, and then. Um, no, I haven't played yet, and I know this is—I know this is like a oh my gosh—is I haven't played August twenty fifth is Armored Core six. Um, I haven't played Ragnarok yet, uh, so that's going to be—that's going to be, that's that's gonna be too, yeah, that's going to be something I need to play at the, towards the end of the year. So, <laughs>
2: Handbone has awoken.
3: Yes, Ragnarok was awesome, boy, so, so good. That's what? when we buy the PS four was when God of War twenty eighteen came out. I was like, I got it, I got to play that, I got to play that. So that's Ragnarok when I—that much better than
0: 2018. It's so good. Wow. Yeah, I was, I, God, the...
2: I was playing God of War when Ragnarok came out because
3: I hadn't played God of War <laughs> and now. Uh, yeah. But I am on the um, the, the Tomb Raider, uh, Tomb Raider. <gasps> I, I thought that when I got the PS4 I was waiting for God of War to come out because I got the PS4 before God of War came out and I was like oh, let me try this Tomb Raider. I heard some and man that game was, that to me that's still one of my favorite games I played in, on the PS4. It was so good. That's truly. Yeah. <laughs> It's so I'm so excited.
2: It's on PS Plus Extra. I own the games. I was actually going to buy the games, and I missed I missed the end of the sale. But I'm so glad it's on PS Plus Extra. I could play oh, them nice. all again. They're so good. All right, cool. Um, I'll go next. Tell me what's wrong with this. I have a list of the games I am most excited to play for the rest of the year on PlayStation. Tell me what is wrong with this list. Street Fighter Six. Uh, I'm going to play through Resident Evils One and then the remakes two three and four i own one two and three i'll, I'll buy four when it's on sales i'm probably playing october these will be my october games mm. the king's quest series i, j- I just bought digitally I, I love king's quest never played through these wild hearts not sayonara but just wild hearts the the monster hunter clone harmony the fall of reverie because don't nod don't don't mess is that,
0: is that a story-based one or is that, that
2: is a, a narrative narrative name. yeah, yeah. Oh. don't not uh the life of strange people uh yeah they, they they're they great final fantasy 7 remake probably this year maybe diablo 4 right now i'm not going to play it but i'm i might who knows and maybe god of war ragnarok probably won't have time for it but maybe god of war ragnarok None of those games was in the showcase today. <laughs> that's my problem. How do we yeah. have a, a over one hour showcase and not a single game is on the list of games that I want to play on PlayStation this year? That's that's messed up. That's really messed up. If I get a PS VR two, which is on my Christmas list, I might be interested in playing Resident Evil 4 VR. So that might be the only game that'd be like, ah, oh, maybe I'll play that one in, in VR, but n- nothing from the showcase.
0: Nothing. Well, well, John, I'll I'll counter counterpoint you there because <laughs> I think there are, are a, a a handful of games from the showcase that that I'm definitely interested in. But uh, I'll mention a, uh, my my slew of indies that I'm, I'm hyped for. I think I'll probably play most of these on PlayStation. Um, may, maybe grab one or two of them on Switch. But we've got Bomb Rush Bomb Rush Cyberpunk coming out. Yes, that looks like a like a hell of a good time. See yep. the stars. Um, looks amazing. I'm so ready for that one. Gunbrella, I played the demo on Steam earlier this year. That's going to be a really good time. Um, And Plucky Squire, man, like, oh yeah, Yeah. you're not going to play Plucky Squire, John? Like, I I, I might if it's on PS Plus. Yeah, yeah. I think that's That's going to be, I think that's going to be really good. But like the big AAA games that I'm, I'm pumped for. Final Fantasy 16, that's right around the corner. I'll probably be playing Tears of the Kingdom right, right up until when that comes out. Um, We've got, um, yeah, the Assassin's Creed Mirage jacked up about that spider-man of course got to play that but um the, the other one that i think a lot of people are sleeping on and i'm hearing like mixed uh, reactions to it's lies of p souls like pinocchio gothic uh, type game <laughs> pinocchio
2: yeah yeah i i know it's just it's just funny that's like pinocchio who's not into yeah. that let's go right
0: <laughs> it, it just looks uh, the aesthetic looks really cool and interesting so
2: um yeah i'm I'm really excited about. You've been psyched quests, for yeah. that one ever since they they showed it. I think in an Xbox showcase. I
0: think yeah. they did. Yeah, I think and if that's I a, remember it,
2: it's a third person, right?
0: Third person. Yeah, yeah. Thir, third is person Souls like.
3: Oh, Souls like uh, third
2: wooden boy perspective. Gotcha. I don't know. I,
3: it's. But I think it's going to be on Game Pass. Is it not? uh, uh Unsure. It might be. I it think might yeah, be it I don't know.
2: I actually if don't know a- who's
0: developing that, to be honest with you. I've got to go check that, but it just looks so cool. Like, I'm I'm there. I'm there to support it. I might have that, to blow the dust off that idea. Xbox
2: controller if
3: uh, you play that one for free on Game Pass. Yeah, oh, I think there's a Double Dragon game coming out um, this year, too. Isn't there or not? Is there? Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, damn, what's the name of it? It's some kind of new Double Dragon game. It looks really, really oh, fun. Ripple Dragon. Double Dragon Neon? No. No, that's still, an, yeah, one. that, that, was, that was a 360 one. one wasn't it
2: that was the game that taught me that getting a second player set up on an xbox 360 is really difficult because my my brother-in-law wanted to play with me and we spent no joke like 15 minutes just trying to get me to get a controller and the second player and it kept asking for an account and whatever and it was like <laughs> we made a guest account and then we the like it was like Oh, my God, we can't even play this two player game. What a great console. (laughs) Is
0: it it double dragon Gaiden? Rise of the Dragons. Is that the one you're looking at? Yeah, that looks pretty cool.
3: That looks pretty cool.
2: It looks like Lies of P will be on Game Pass. I will check it out. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for having us, John. Yeah, that was that was fun. That was an interesting showcase. uh, Kind of a controversial showcase. But Spider-Man 2, I think, is the rock there. Mm -hmm. So that was a good time. I'm sad that Koozie Koozie had some uh, power issues at his hotel in Wyoming. Uh, Couldn't join us, um, but he was here with us in spirit for a good 20 seconds. So we'll always have that intro to remember. Yes. Just put that that in for
0: whatever whatever I didn't say. Just imagine Koozie was me. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Those (laughs) buffaloes in Wyoming. (laughs) All right, everybody. I uh, hope you enjoyed our PlayStation Dads. We'll see you maybe uh, when Spider-Man 2
1: comes out later this year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but for good now, night, everybody, good night, everybody. Bye-bye.
1: The Dads After Dark Show is part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available, including Google, Overcast, Spotify, and Stitcher. And if you're using Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Pretty please. Be sure to join us on the Nintendo Dad's Discord in our Dad's After Dark channels for some naughty After Dark talk. Leave us a voicemail with Anchor and we'll play it on our next show. Check our podcast description for the link. Follow us on Twitter and now TikTok at ndads After Dark or email us at dadsafterdarkshow at gmail.com. And a big thank you to Family Jewels for our show's music. That's all for tonight. Good night, Dads. Sweet dreams.